Shalom, 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 Israel. We are back again, picking up at Matthew 18. Um, so let's go into Matthew, the 18th chapter. And we start with Matthew 18 and 11. Matthew chapter 18, verse 11. Uh-huh. For the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. Give me Matthew 15 and 24, somebody. Matthew 15, 24. Got it. Okay, come on with it. The Son of Man has come, is come to save that which was lost. Who is that talking about? Come on. But he said, but he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. You see that? So Israel, he's talking about Israel, Israelites, okay? Not spiritual Israelites, Israelites, okay? From the bloodline. Okay. All right. So come on. Let's uh let's move on down to verse twelve. Verse twelve. Uh huh. And somebody give me Matthew twenty one and twelve. So twenty one and twenty one. I'm sorry. Come on. How think ye, if a man have an hundred sheep, and one of them be gone astray? Four and eight. Matthew four and eight. Uh huh. Doth he not leave the ninety and nine and goeth into the mountains and seeketh that which is gone astray? Uh huh. Read that one more time for me. We're going to find out what these mountains are symbolic of. Okay? Come on. How think ye, if a man have an hundred sheep, and one of them be go gone astray, mm -hmm. doth he not leave the ninety and nine, and goeth into the mountains, and seeketh that which is gone astray? Okay. Come on with the support of scripture, Matthew 21 to 21. Mountains are symbolic of problems. Okay? Uh, Matthew 21 and 21 and then give me Matthew 4 and 8 Matthew and then you oh yeah, I'm gonna I'll, I'll listen to it come on you wanna do you wanna do some supportive too yes okay give me you gonna lose your spot you gonna keep your spot right yes you've been been doing a good job at that uh, Matthew 5 and 1 then okay come on Matthew 21 verse 21 uh huh Jesus answered and said unto them verily I say unto you if ye have faith and doubt not Ye shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also if ye shall say unto this mountain, uh -huh. Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, uh -huh. it shall be done. See? So this is not talking about a literal mountain. What good would it be to you or I, right? If you could if you could tell a mountain, Be thou removed, mountain, and be thou cast into the sea, now! And the mountain cast into the sea, what, what would it do for you? <laughs> what 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 would that what would that do for you? It would do nothing for you, but tell you that you could cast the mountain into the sea, right? Now I know you probably be thinking like you you can be magneto magneto now, okay? That's probably what you thinking. I was looking at your eyes. I was like, yeah, you probably thinking he magneto now. But I mean, really, right? What would that do for you, other than because that's being destructive, basically, right? What would what would that do for you in a good way? Nothing, right? So we know that it's got to mean something else, right? Okay, so let's see what it means. Matthew 4 and 8. Again, the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain and uh -huh. showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. See? He's taking him up to a place of power. 
he taketh him up. You got to realize that a lot of things, the Lord was involved in mountains in a lot of ways. A lot, a lot of people don't even realize this, right? So the devil takes him up into a mountain. He says, I'm going to give you all of these things. Huh? We're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere. You finna learn some things. Okay. Matthew 5 and 1. Give me that. Matthew 5 and 1. Uh-huh. And saying the multitudes. And then give me Matthew 8 and 1. Then you give me Matthew 14 and 23. Come on. And saying the multitudes. He went up into a mountain. See that thing? There you go again. There he goes again. Up into the mountain. Uh-huh. Come on. And when he was set, his disciples came unto him. See? So that that is in the mountains is symbolic of problems and training for the problems at hand. You see how the Christ took his disciples up into the mountains with him? Just the disciples, not the crowd. This is what I'm trying to teach you, Ox. You are sitting in that seat. That is a privileged seat as far as the kingdom is concerned. That seat is a seat of high authority. When the disciples were sitting around Christ, them was all seats of a high authority. They will later become apostles, right? But they had to learn in the process, didn't they? Before they got there. That's why I say, why are you sitting there? What did you come for? Hmm? Did you come for some useless fleshly purpose? Because it's useless. It's useless. Or did you come to grow in the spirit for what's coming to you? Notice how I said that? Not what's coming to all of us, Akims, because your challenges are going to be designed for you only. Because remember, the Father is the one that's going to design them for you. To prove you and test you. For the time that you were sitting in that seat that you was accountable for and you squandered it. Telling you, man, this thing is serious. What do you have right there? That's why, that's why when we come, let us get in the spirit and let us put off the flesh. Because the flesh is going to prevent you from getting what you need to prepare for what's coming. Come on. I read Matthew 5 and 1. Read one more time. And then we're going to Matthew 8 and 1 and then 14 and 23. Matthew 5 and 1. Uh -huh. And saying the multitudes, he went up into a mountain. And when he was set, his disciples came unto him. Uh-huh. Come on. And straight away, Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him onto the other side while he sent the mul multitudes away. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. See, he sent the multitudes away. These people, right, were there to learn from the teachers. These people, 
that was sent away were there to learn from the teachers. I am symbolic of Christ right now because I'm teaching you. You are symbolic of discipleship. What are you sitting there for? Because the people that you're going to be leading were sent away. Why were they sent away? Because the Lord knew that the disciples were not ready to teach them yet. And he didn't want them to look bad before the people. Why did he take them up into the mountain with him and not the people? Because they were going to be trained for future leadership. That's why I'm telling you. Squander your time here if you want. In the flesh. Go ahead. You're going to regret it. Give me Matthew 15 and 29. Because the Lord, I'm telling you, the Lord shows me things. He shows me things, Akims, about you. You know the reason why he does that? You know why he reveals? You know, he know I'm not going to condemn you. He know I'm not going to judge you wrong. Because I used to be where you are. In that same seat, learning, growing. So he knows I'm going to have the compassion I need for you. I'm going to have the patience I need for you. Yeah. Because I consider you as myself. But I got to, I got to also warn you. Because he's the one that's, 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 that's the spirit filler, not me. I'm just the one that's there instructing and guiding you. I'm just the teacher for the moment. I'm, I'm preparing you for what he wants to do with you. How about that? How about that? How that sound? That's the real deal. That's reasonable? That's reasonable, ain't it? Yeah. Okay, give me what you got. I like that. Reasonable. I like that. Uh, give me, who, who's, um, who's up next? 14 to 23, y'all do your, your, do your thing already? Matthew 14 and 29 or 28? 14 and 23. And then give me 15 and 29. Who had 15 and 29? Okay, did you read yours already? Uh, Matthew 15 and 23. Uh-huh. Oh. 15 to 29. Oh. No. And, and Come on, y'all got to stay with me, man. And Come Jesus, on. And Jesus departed from thence and came nigh into the Sea of Galilee and went... Galilee. Galilee. Uh-huh. And went up into a mountain and sat down there. See? See how the leader, see how the leadership had to go up and meditate on the word of God? We know that he was the living word, right? But he was teaching his disciples how to handle things. He had, there's times when you have to leave the, the, the crowd, leave the Akim, and you have to go up and you have to meditate on things with the Father. You see, it can't always be Akim all the time. Sometimes we're going to have to fight individual battles. Yeah. 
so that when we all, when all the Akim soldiers come together, right? We all, man, we feel like we, we, we soldiers, right? It's one thing to feel like a soldier with all the Akims and, and all the lions present, right? But then what about being an Akim when you're by yourself and you got to fight battles by yourself? Because when we come together, you can hide amongst us and be like, yeah, what's up? Oh, yeah, 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 we getting this done, what ain't we hot? But you got to be by yourself, too. That's what the Lord is really watching. He ain't watching when we come together. Yeah, the Bible says, behold how good it is for brethren to dwell together in the unity of the spirit. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful ox. You know, but, but, what about when we alone? That's what shows the true integrity of the man. That's what shows the true integrity level of that man. Con? Con. All right. Okay, what we got next? What we got next? This is what the Lord trying to draw out of us, man. Because sometimes we can spend so much time hiding around groups of people that we never get a chance to lay on our own bed and commune with our own hearts. Come on. Matthew 14 and 23. Come on. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. See, he knew he had an individual responsibility to the Most High. That's the way we got to be. If we want to be like him, that's why we're here, right? We're here because we want to be little Christ that make an impact in this world like he did. Even if we make it with just our families, we did it. If you can get your mom and dad to come over here with joy, wanting to know what's going on and how, how you growing so strong in the spirit and you got scripture for every solution and you just did it. You just accomplished the mission. Because they look at your life now you're going to have some family members, right? That's going to want to stay in sin no matter how good you live. You're going to have that. You got to have the pros and the cons. Well, I got them. You got them. You got them. You're going to have them too. I'm not saying that that's going to prove that you're pleasing the Father in every way because they may just have wicked hearts. They may not want to come. They may not want the Lord. But if someone comes, if one out of three or five or one, two out of six come, you accomplish the mission, brother. Because you have lived before them and shown them that, hey, if he can change me and you want to be changed, he can do it for you too. You just showed them it's possible. There's still hope. Look at my life. There's a lot of times, you know, people are going to come at the last minute. Like a lot of my family members, for example, right? A lot of them had just been watching me. 
listening to me for years, for years, seeing if I'm going to change, seeing if I'm going to stop talking about the Lord, seeing if I'm going to stop saying, oh, you just, you got to pray, you got to persevere, you got to fast sometimes, you got to fellowship with the Akiyam, seeing if I'm going to stop that at some point, and, and you ain't going to hear nothing from me for years about the Lord. That's what a lot of people do. <laughs> am I right or am I wrong? They just sit back in the shadows and watch and watch and watch and watch and watch and watch, not knowing how much time they got left themselves. They're spending more time watching you and not realizing that the clock is ticking on their death. Okay, so where, 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 where are we at right now? Matthew 14 and 23. I bet you uh, George Floyd didn't know that he was going to be he going to be passing away that day uh, under that knee under that cop's knee. If he, if he would have known, you think he would have started doing some little adjusting and changing? Yeah, but the Lord don't work like that, do he? That's why he said the just shall live by faith. See, you're not justified unless you're showing faith. You ain't got to know nothing, son. I want to kill you. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. I want to kill you dead and torment your soul. That's what the father want to do. Didn't we, didn't we read that? <laughs> you know? So what else do you need to know? Come on. And when he had sent the multitudes away, uh -huh. he went up into a mountain apart to pray. Uh -huh. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. When the evening was come, he was there alone. The Christ was alone. He spent a lot of time by himself dealing with his mountains. We got a huge responsibility, Akim. What was that you read? Matthew 14 and 23. Okay, uh, we did 15 and 29 already, right? 15 to 29. Yes. Give me 17 and 1. And then we're going to get on back to the main text. Let me turn this green to red off. <laughs> Matthew 17, verse 1. Uh -huh. And after six days, Jesus taketh Peter, James, and John, his brother. Now pay attention to this now. He's taken three of his disciples with him this trip. Come on and bringeth them up into an high mountain apart. See, he's now he's taking them up into the mountain with him now. Remember, he went sometimes by himself. Now he's taking three of his chosen disciples. Now, I, I, you know what? I believe that Peter, James, and John, right, was because James and John was the sons of thunder, weren't they? Do you, do, do you notice something here? Peter was the one who defendant was the first to defend Christ with the swords when it came to the soldiers. Do you see a correlation within these three men? Do you see something? Peter, James, and John, he had the sons of thunder. And he said, Peter, I'm going to call you the rock. Do you see a correlation here? You see what I'm saying? So you don't see, you don't see men or Akim that just here for just a ride. They ain't paying attention to what the word coming out. They, they minds on somewhere else. 
Do you see the correlation here? Read that again. Matthew 17, verse 1. See, the Lord, he ain't looking for no sissified Christians. He's looking for real men. Come on. And after six days, Jesus taketh Peter, James, and John, his brother. These men wasn't no damn joke. These was called the sons of thunder for a reason. And Peter was called the rock for a reason. The Lord's looking for lions when it comes to this truth, not sissies. Come on. And bringeth them up into a high mountain apart. Uh-huh. Because he finna take them in the boot camp. See, the Lord told his disciples, he said, many things I have to tell you, fellas, but you ain't ready. You got a little taste of what I did when I was unloading on you up there. Yeah, yeah. He's like, this is many, this is much stuff to think about here. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. Yeah, I like the way you put that on. Yeah, this is much stuff to think about. Let me, I flip that on for me. Yeah, this is much stuff. Oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, this is much stuff to think about. You know. So I mean, yeah, this 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 walk is. It's power packed. This is a power packed walk. And if you bored, man, I don't understand. If you bored in this walk, I don't understand how you can be bored. It's too much to be excited about. Especially if you are engaging this word. Is this word engaging you only or are you engaging this word also? It's a two-way street. The Lord gives to you and the Lord receives from you. Come on. Okay, let's get on back to the main text. Matthew 17 and 1, that was the last one. Okay, yeah, let's get on back to the main text now. Matthew 18 and 13. Okay. And, uh, okay. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. And if so be that he find it, verily I say unto you, he rejoiceth more over that sheep than of the ninety and nine which went not astray. That ninety and nine, now this is the prodigal son scenario right here. This is the prodigal son. This is that one that left and went out away from the foe. Right? And the Lord's rejoicing way more over this one than the 90 and 90 that he already has back at the back at the ranch. Why is he doing that? Why is he doing that? Why? Why is he doing that? Because we got I I I I I gotta try you, Ox. I gotta see where your spirit is. What, what's going on in your mind? Why'd he do that? Why? Why is that one more important? Why? 
because the rest of them are already taken care of. That one, that one is um, one that's backslidden from the faith. That's right. That one needs special attention. That one needs special. There's something in that one, in, in that person's spirit. Cause you know what? I can say this right. That brother just wants special attention. That brother just, he just wants some attention. That's why he ain't showing up. That's one thing I like about you. You could do this. You could do that. You could not show up because you wanted special attention. But you don't do that. You teaching the other ox something. You teaching me something. I thank you for that, brother. No, I thank you for that, really. Because I remember when, when I was in Christianity, people would do that. They would they would come to church one Sunday, right? And we know now that the Sabbath is the true Sabbath is Saturday, okay? But they would come to church one Sunday and they would sit up there and they'd be like a like a shrewd prune. Have a frown on their face, wouldn't smile, wouldn't speak to nobody. And then somebody would say something to them, right? That they didn't necessarily like. You know what this is like. And man, we wouldn't see them again for two or three months. And everybody be asking, where's that brother? Well, he they, 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 he was offended. Or she was offended. And they, they, they call themselves uh, not coming here because somebody offended them. You know what? Hold that spot right there. I want to show you something. See, that's the reason why we got to know what the scriptures say. Give me Matthew. Give, no, you, you. Give me Matthew 18 and 7. Give me Matthew 18 and 7. I want to show you. See, that's why we got to know the truth. We got to know the truth. You got to know the truth for yourself. Ah. What does it say there? Matthew 18 and 7. Woe unto the world. Woe unto the world. What does woe mean? Destruction. It means destruction. Come on. Unto the world because of offenses for it. So what, destruction to the world because they offend us. They offend God's people. Right? That doesn't mean that you won't get offended by some wicked Israelite somewhere. But, but, B-U-T, come on. For it must needs to be that. This got to happen. Are we ready for the cold hard truth? Why are we living a fairy tale? That's why I say, why are you sitting there? This this battle is not for if you think it's gonna be a fast battle and it's gonna be over real quick, or it's gonna be an easy battle, or you ain't gonna have to have no pain and no hurt and no let down. You might as well go home. You don't qualify. I gotta tell you the truth. That's the reason why DC, it ain't people trying to, let me in there, I gotta hear this. <laughs> when you get down with this, when you get down going through these battles and trials, you're gonna be a soldier like none other. 
You think the 144,000 is just gonna get the accolades they gonna get? For nothing? Cause things was easy all the time? That's why they the 144,000 and then there's the rest. Come on. It must needs be that offenses come. Uh-huh. But woe to that man by who by whom the offense cometh. See? So don't worry about the offense. Don't let that stop you from being all that you can be for this truth. Because the Lord at the proper and appointed time will deal with the offenders. That's how we know that we are, he is our Lord, we are his disciples. We are connected by the truth. I know what he expects of me. I know what to expect of him. He will deal with the offenders, but now I must put in the work. See the understanding the love the word gives you? You see? So you're not you you're not you're not gonna come and hear the word because of an offender. Because what that says is you're not you're not a soldier. Didn't I show you that the Lord can use one of us to offend you, make you make you not feel w- welcomed here, right? Uh, look, go go grab a grab an apple. Grab go grab an apple right there. Go to grab one. Get your hands off of that apple. Hawk. You're not welcome unless I say. <laughs> you see my point? You see my point? So you would have been, you, if you were, if you were not a true soldier, you would have been, oh, 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 my father, my father, it's all good. You know, I can, you know, no problem. You know? But you ain't gonna let that stop you from hearing that truth. You see, this is an apple, but this is the gospel. As long as I'm bringing this out, I can say, uh, 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 uh. Don't touch the apple. But we're gonna touch this gospel. Yeah. You see, see, see? That's the way you gotta be toward the gospel. You see, you want the gospel, but the apple, oh, I can do without the apple. I would like one, but I can do without that. That's how you know. I still got the apple though. Yeah, go, go right ahead, go right ahead. But no eating right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> we don't want to hear no crunch crunch in the background. Okay. okay. okay? But yeah, after you after we get down. Okay. But um <laughs> you can have two if you want. But anyway, uh, but that's how the Lord is, right? The Lord wants us to be soldiers at all times and does not want us to be distracted. And the Lord will use me to uh, to what he would see, what he thinks is an offense. But really, it was a trial and a test. To see if he would still be on time, be early next seven, still come enthused for the truth. You see what I'm saying? That's why some pastors are harder than others because the Lord gives you a leader that's going to make you develop. 
Cause you might be the type of young man where he, he talked to me like that. That wasn't right for the pastor to say that to me. You know, I, I remember, I remember one time I was, I, I went to this one, um, this one church. Um, I think it was, um, a church my mom was attending at the time and it was in Christianity. And I remember coming into the church and the bishop, right? He, he, he was at the door, right? <laughs> He was at the door uh, when I came into the church, and I and I and I was smiling. I was going like this division. <laughs> I you, you probably remember these things, okay? But I went like this to the bishop. I said, "Hey, bishop, how you doing?" No, no, no. He didn't put his hand out. He didn't put his hand out. I like this. I like this. <laughs> and the, the bishop just looked at me like this. <laughs> it was funny to me, right? But I mean, it kind of hurt my feelings too. You see what I'm saying? But it didn't, but it didn't, it didn't um, uh, keep me from wanting to know the truth. You see what I'm saying? So a lot of times the Lord, he will put you in a situation around people who you you look to to treat you nice and say hi to you and, 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 and treat you real, real kindly. And then sometimes he'll, he'll send a spirit on them against their will to cause them to do something kind of off, you know what I'm saying, not speak or, or look at you, what you think will perceive as evil, or evil look or whatever, but he would be using them, you see, because the Lord, he did it several times in the scriptures, he sent an evil spirit on, uh, on, on, uh, on Saul, you see what I'm saying, but David loves Saul, you see, David, David grieved when he got killed, even though he tried to kill David. David spoke of him as the righteous. You see what I'm saying? So we got to understand that all things come from the Lord. That's why we got to have a strong spirit of discernment. That's why it's important. When you come, you ain't, you ain't got time for your mind to be wandering all over the place. Focus on the scripture that's being taught. Because the devil's job is to try to get you to focus on fleshly things that's not going to profit you when this week comes up. This next week, you, the fleshly things ain't going to profit you at all. You're going to have to know how to war in the spirit. Uh, you're going to have to know how to fight your demons. Spiritual warfare. What the devil is doing right now is he's, he's using counterintelligence on you. See, we don't understand that the government, all these counterintelligence, FBI, CIA, uh, uh, KGB, all that comes from spirits. It's, it comes from studying the spirit realm and making it materialize in the natural realm. That's why we as soldiers, spiritual soldiers, we must learn how to fight a spiritual battle. Because the enemy will use your emotions to make you upset, and then you snapping. Now you killing. Now he's in. Now you put you in prison where he wants you. So you're not as effective. Now you dealing with inmates on death row. They're harder to win than Akims out here running around in the street. Even though they still enslaved out here, they don't realize it by demons. But they're harder, they're harder to win because they've been in the prison system for so long. Now you in the prison system with them. And you thinking that they'll be easier when they're harder than the ones that was out here with you when you had your freedom. That's how the devil is. The devil, he loves it. He loves, he's a master of deception. He loves to trick you into thinking that this ain't important. You ain't gotta pay attention to this. I, oh man, you gotta pay attention. 
You gotta pay attention here. You gotta get into this thing. You gotta immerse yourself every Sabbath when the word is coming out. You gotta immerse yourself into this thing. Because the next week is coming up where you're gonna have to fight. And if you ain't prepared yourself on that previous Sabbath for the upcoming week, you're gonna lose, man. You're gonna lose, lose, lose. The devil is strategic, man. We gotta learn how to be strategic, Akim. That's what we sit and learn for. Con? Con. All right, let's get back to it. Where'd you leave off at? Y'all having fun out there, Israel? We hope y'all having a good time learning and taking this stuff in. Take notes. Get your uh, Apocrypha out. Get your 1611 KJV Bible out. Get your pen. Get your pencil. Get your paper. Take notes. If you got, if you got the app, the Bible app, KJV, KJVA app, highlight, underline, make notes. Come on. Matthew 18 and 13. Uh-huh. And if so be that he find it, verily I say unto you, he rejoiceth more over that sheep than of the ninety and nine which went not astray. Uh-huh. All right, come on down. First, give me, give me Luke thirteen to five. Ah, you, ah, you give me John ten to twenty-eight. Verse fourteen. <laughs> Even so, it is not the will of your Father which is in heaven uh -huh. that one of these little ones should perish. Come on. All right. All right. Uh, okay. Give me Luke thirteen to five. Luke thirteen, verse five. Uh huh. I tell you, nay, but except ye repent. Ye shall all likewise perish. That message is to all Israel. That message is to us. Unless we repent daily and we press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling, which is in Christ, we're going to perish. And how are we going to perish? Well, if we make it until the destruction comes, we're going to perish in the flame. That's not going to be nice. Okay, that's going to be very harsh for us. And we can still die a harsh punishment now. I mean, I've seen people lit on fire. I've seen people um, in, 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 in houses on fire and couldn't get out. That's horrible. Um, give me John 10 to 28. I know, I know when, that, when, when that smoke was coming out of that thing, I jumped out the bed. That thing, <laughs> hey, hey, I'm telling you, that, that, that scared the crap out of you. When, 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 I, when, I, when, I, um, uh, when I had something on the stove and it was smoke coming up, man, I, I jumped out that bed, man, shoot. You know what I'm saying? I, I ran out. Didn't I run out of that bed? Shoot, I didn't think I could move that fast. That fire, boy. That fire, boy. Hey! That fire gets you out, boy, that bed, boy. You hear me? Shoot, you could get somebody limping. They jump up and start running. <laughs> oh, that, them flames, I'm telling you. And, and I'm telling you, if you look at, if you think that's that's motivating like this, can you imagine what them hellfire flames going to be like? The Lord going to do that. Those going to be spiritual fires. You see, those are gonna be some something. Those are gonna be nothing nice. Torment, he said, weeping and gnashing of teeth, <clears throat> screams and hollers of agony. This is what we got to think about now. Okay, so um, what what was that you read, John, uh, Luke thirteen five? Yes. Okay, give me John ten twenty eight. You got who? You, what'd you get? Uh, you give me Second Thessalonians two and ten. <clears throat> John ten twenty eight. Uh huh. And I give unto them eternal life, mm -hmm. and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. That's right. That's right. That's where we want to be, Ox. That's where we want to be. We want to feel like we part of 
the family. So now we must do what we got to fulfill the Lord's will on earth. We got to live the life, man. We got to talk the talk. We got to walk the walk. We got to win souls to the Lord. Okay? Give me uh, John 10, 28. Or, or did you read that already? Okay, mom. And I gave unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. See? That's the only thing we got to focus on is the Lord walking and pleasing Him. Uh, 2 Thessalonians 2 and 10. I know that can be a job because the flesh man is trying to drag you down. Well, you got to overpower the flesh man. The more you fill yourself with spirit, the more you can overpower the flesh man. There you go. All right? Come on. That's why we study. That's why we pray. That's why we fast. That's why we encourage one another, right? That's why we judge one another righteously and not unrighteously, considering thyself. Did I tell you that could be you, Hawk? Struggling with that lust. Struggling with that anger. Struggling with that fear. And you just judge that brother unrighteously because he was doing it. See? Come on. But see, the Lord had to take us through these things to show us the struggle that comes on us, right? Because it makes you feel uncomfortable. I'm going to tell you one thing, one thing sin does, boy. It's just like one time I was in, I was in church in Christianity, of course. And I'm sitting up there, man, I'm trying to get into, uh, I'm trying to get into the lesson. And I got Akims sitting on each side of me and, and, and they, 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 they listen to the preacher and everything. And, and while they're listening to the preacher, I'm focusing on some chick. And you might think sin is fun all the time, right? But a lot of times, sin makes you very uncomfortable. Because here it is, my ox are sitting on, on both sides of me, but my mind is not on what their mind is on, which is what it should be on, which is focusing on the message. My mind is somewhere else. I'm, I'm... See? I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. That sin is making me uncomfortable. Well, what are we going to do about it? Are we going to continue to let sin kick us around and push us around and, and boss us around? Or are we going to take charge? Like I had to do. Because sin ain't going to stop. It's an enmity with the Spirit. Constantly. Come on. <clears throat> Second Thessalonians 2 and 10. Come on. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness and them that perish. Uh-huh. Because they received not the love of the truth. See? That's why we had a struggle. Because we don't want to receive the love of the truth. Now, when we decide, okay, I'm tired of this. Lord, I'm not going to let the devil deceive me no more into walking in my flesh. There's no profit in it. There's no spiritual profit in it. There's no kingdom profit in it. There's no rewards in it. So enough is enough. I'm down with you. Read that one more time. <clears throat> and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness. Because that's how that's how it's coming to us. Through deceit. But the Bible says that both the deceiver and the deceived are going to be put to death. So there's no profit in it. 
So once we see that there's no profit in it, because I didn't have no good teacher like y'all, I'm not gonna lie. They, the teachers that I had, the preachers that I had, they knew definitions. Oh, that means Christos, the anointed. Now I got I had that Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Sikhanu, Jehovah Rapha. I had all that. We get that in Christianity, but we don't get understanding. That's what I was missing. With all thine getting, get understanding, son. Now I'm giving y'all knowledge, wisdom, and understanding from the scriptures. Don't waste it. Don't still let the flesh prevail. Use what you know. Use your weapons of warfare, soldier. Come on. <clears throat> and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness and them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. No, that's not going to be us, right? We're not going to do that, right? We're not going to just sit up here like big dummies and, and not receive the love of the truth, right? Because we know that the truth is going to set us free. So once you know something, why are you going to reject it? For flesh? Come on, let's get back to the main text. That means you ain't you ain't ready. You ain't ready yet. You ain't ready to roll with the Akim. Give me Matthew 18 and 15. Because you know what? That's something that really woke me up. Because here I am, and I, you know what really made me feel convicted about them two ox that were sitting on, on, on both sides of me? As they was focusing some I should have been doing. You know why? You know what that woke me up? Because I was convicted, them brothers. I looked at them brothers after I lost interest in the female. I, I looked at them brothers because the, let me tell you, the Lord, he, he bad boy. Because he the one that allowed that little spirit to come on her, that love spirit to come on her and, and allowed the spirit to come on me where she, I thought that she was interested in me, right? But she wasn't. <laughs> you see, the Lord would do that to us. You see what I'm saying? Because who is it for? Who is this? Who is that test sent for? See? Because I probably said something the night before. Lord, I love this thou. Okay, sir. We're going to see today. We're going to see how much you love me. Yeah, he tests you, man. He tests you. And remember now, your blessings is, is based on them test. If you pass or not. Okay. So come on, that's why we train. You, you know, that's why the Navy SEALs of the Lord train. We the Lord's Navy SEALs. Did you know that? Did you know that? We the Lord's Green Berets. We the Lord's Special Forces, man. That's why he took James, John, and Peter. Come on up here. Got some more training for you. Ain't it, ain't it, ain't it, ain't it, ain't it, ain't it ironic? I got three sitting here. James, John, and Peter. That's crazy, ain't it? See that? Uh, I ain't gonna get off on that. Come on, come on. Y'all just know that the Lord gonna do great things to you through through you 
and with you if you stay in boot camp and if you resist the lust of the flesh and if you strive for the spirit he gonna do great things to you come on matthew 18 and 15 okay come on Moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee. Give me Matthew 5 and 23. Get that ready. Give me Mark 11, 25. Go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. Mm -hmm. If he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. See, whenever we have here, here we get some more understanding on how to resolve conflict. Right? If you and, if you and your brother have a problem, the Bible says that if we do this the way the Lord say, do it. Now, it's not saying that you're going to resolve the conflict between you and your brother because your brother still at the end might decide, I'm going to do what I want to do. Ah. Okay, fine. No problem. Like when I had the text war with the other brother, right? He did what he wanted to do, right? It wasn't resolved, right? It didn't end night. It didn't end well for both of us, did it? No. Okay, so go ahead. Keep reading. Hold on. Well, read, read, that, read that again. Matthew 18 and 16. Uh-huh. Uh, 18 and 15. Verse 15. Mm -hmm. Moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, mm -hmm. go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. Uh-huh. If he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. Okay. So y'all see how to, how to resolve conflict, right? Give me Matthew 5 and 23. Read that. Therefore, if thou bring the, thy gift to the altar. If you bring your gift to the altar, which means if you come and you want to offer up something to the Lord, come on. And what he means is you coming with a gift, right? So you might be a preacher, a teacher, an evangelist. You know, you might have a gift. You might have a gift of, uh, of giving. You know, whatever gift the Lord is giving you. If When you come, that gift comes because that gift is part of you right? You might have a prophetic gift, right? You might have the gift of interpreting dreams, okay? If you bring yourself, you bring that gift. So that's what's mean. When you come and bring your gift before the altar, come on. And there rememberest thou, that thou, brother, hath ought against thee. Now, if you, at that point where you're going to pray with your, uh, you as your gift, going to pray before the Lord, right? And you remember, wow, I got a brother that's, uh, that's offended by something I did, or I'm offended by what a brother did to me. What does the Lord say? Come on. Therefore, if thy bring thy gift to the altar, and there rememberest that thy brother hath ought against thee. Uh -huh. Hold on to it. Stop putting it down. Hold on to it. Hold on to it. I want you, you might lose it. I want you to keep it right ready when I'm ready to speak. Okay. Um, and I'll tell you that all the time, don't I? Okay. Um, okay. So, okay. Keep reading. Therefore, if thou, if thou, therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar and there rememberest that thy brother hath ought have ought against thee. If you remember when you come up to the altar, the Lord gonna put it in your spirit. You have something against your brother, and your brother has something against you. Okay? Come on. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, mm -hmm. and there remembers that thy brother have ought. Because the Lord thee. is the one that's gonna bring it across your mind. He gonna want he the one because he wants us to stay right in our spirit, don't he? Now the Lord wants our spirits to stay clean and, and light. He don't want us to have heavy burdens on us, right? That he didn't put on us, right? But the devil does, right? Come on. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and there rememberest that thy brother hath ought against thee. Uh-huh. 
Leave there any gift before the altar and go thy way. Be first be reconciled to thy brother. First be reconciled to thy brother. First be reconciled to thy brother, mm -hmm. and then come and offer thy gift. See, so that's if you can reconcile with that brother as we're going to read when we get back to Matthew 18 because some brothers or sisters will not want to reconcile but then you're not going to be held responsible for them not wanting to reconcile but you are going to have to give the effort of trying to reconcile you see that? because the Lord, remember I told you the Lord's going to hold you accountable for everything you're doing you see what I'm saying? See, that's, this is how the Lord operates, man. Okay? All right, so uh, that was Matthew 5 and 23? Matthew 5 and 23, yes. Okay, give me Mark 11 and 25. And then we, then we get back to the main text. Mark 11, verse 25. Uh-huh, come on. And when ye stand praying, forgive, if ye have aught against any. See? When you stand praying, now, how can he forgive if they had an alt that was still in the mix? See how that works? See how the Lord judges? The Lord is judging you? you we don't even realize the Lord judging us. and we, we in judgment. The Lord is in judgment concerning us and against us. And we don't even realize it. That's why we got to watch our step. Come on. If ye have aught against any. That's why I stayed spiritual when I was texting that brother. When I was texting him back, I was giving him scripture, scripture, scripture. Brother, this is not validated. Scripture. Brother, this is validated. Scripture. Letting the Lord have the last say so. Not me. Come on. That your father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespass. See? The lot is on the line. We thinking that we good, good, good. And we in judgment. The Lord finna judge us because we did not handle something the way he said. I'm telling you, man, this thing is serious. People walking around thinking they justified. Only God. We see it every day. Every day. People ignorantly thinking that God is for them. God is justifying them. And they are dead wrong. Only God can judge me. They don't even know what they said. They don't know that God want to kill them. You see what I'm saying? You, you, they don't know that. But they walking around with it all over their shirt. With a fist in the air. They don't know how serious this is. Ignorance will kill you. We read it. We read it several places. Son, just let me just say the word. They don't deserve to live. They don't accept you. They don't respect you. That's the father's standpoint. The only thing that's stopping his wrath from going forth and taking us out is the Christ. All you got to do is go back to Genesis. The flood. 
and left eight souls out of the whole world. That was the wrath of God. <laughs> Only God can judge me, nigga. Okay. Come on. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to help you to stay alive a little longer, brother. Which is truth. Come on. Matthew 18 and 16. Come on. But if he will not hear thee, then take with thee one or two more. Now you got a brother that's being... <laughs> he, he being difficult. He, he, he don't know. Now he don't know. He don't know what, 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 what can happen to him. This brother don't know. And the Lord, even right here, the Lord is still having mercy on this brother. He is. Because he could just kill him right there on the spot, right? Open up the ground, swallow him up. Ah! But the Lord don't do that, do he? The Lord continue to persevere with the ignorance, right? Because the Lord is doing what on the mountain to the disciples? He's teaching. How they going to go forth and be like he was unless he teach them? Well, you got to have students. You got to have situations to be taught from, right? Well, here's a, situ here's a situation right here. Come on. But if he will not hear thee. But if that brother won't hear you, you, you want to solve this, you want to resolve this the way the Lord say it, say do it. You want to do what's right. Remember what you was talking about up there? You want to do what's right. You want to try to resolve this and get this thing out the way. Akim, why is it that people won't do this? Why? 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 Come on. Then take with thee one or two more. Okay, take you two or more witnesses with you. Now, is this any witnesses? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of witness is this you gonna take with you? You about to take Dirty Sari and, and Dirty Harry with you? Who, who you gonna take with you to, to, to witness this thing? The righteous. Okay, other Akims, right? Other Akims, other men in the truth. That's who you gotta do that. All right, all right, come on. That in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. So if you can't find but one, you take them so it'll be you and that person right or you want you want to find because pe people you know people might look at it kind of off if it's you and one person right you and that one person against this other person so you want to make sure you got two on top of yourself you want to make sure you got two other people or three other people to verify this thing okay come on verse 17 uh-huh and if he shall neglect to hear them, tell it unto the church. But if he neglect to hear the church, let him be unto thee as an heathen man and a publican. See that thing? So now, you know what you know what you know what just happened? I'm finna show you. Ecclesiastes 3 and 26. See that's the reason why we ain't gotta worry about people. We ain't gotta worry about people. The Lord got their number. Ecclesiastes 3 and 26. Ecclesiastes 3 and 26. Because you think you got the spirit of murder on your line. He's the king of terrors. He the one that caused that bite to slip and you fall and hit your head. Come on. A stubborn heart shall fare evil at the last. A stubborn heart. Right? Now, now what is a heart? What is a heart? A heart is the mind. It's a terrible thing to waste, as they say. Read that again from the top. 
A stubborn heart shall fare evil at the last. A heart that will not stop sinning! They, they won't stop! They, they, they won't stop. They won't stop sinning. They won't resist it. Right? And you know, the Lord, he knows. He knows when you didn't fall. Like Paul said, fight the good fight, right? Of faith, right? He knows when we didn't fall. Come on now, we can't fool him. What when we when it's hard for us to stop sinning, right? Let, let's say it's hard for me to stop eating these. Oh, Okay. This this is sin. This is sin, right? Whoa! And you just gotta eat the apple, right? That's that's the, I'm I'm saying that that's that's what sin is, right? We're just using this as an example. Exactly. I just gotta get the apple, right? What is what? What are what what kind of weapons can we use in, in in our resistance arsenal? What kind of weapons can we use to resist the temptation? Come on. Let me hear some things from the soldiers. To lower your gaze. To do what? Lower your gaze. Lower my gaze. gaze. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. When you look at it. Okay. Lower your eyes. Yeah, lower your eyes. What, what did you just say? Lower your gaze. When you gaze at it, you will start. Lower my gaze. Okay. Very good. Very good. That's a different term, but that's all right. Okay. What would you say? Uh, well, first, you use the, uh, use the word. That's what you got to do always. Because remember, we can try... We can try our way, right? But uh, remember, our way don't have no power in it. Remember I was telling you how I looked down to prevent from offending that brother? That's because I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't think of any spiritual way to do it. You see what I'm saying? Because I was in Christianity. Of course, you know, we ain't taught very well in Christianity, right? Okay. So anyway, what were you saying? I mean, that's good, but you got to understand it's not going to last. Okay. You know, come on. You'll be always walking. <laughs> he said, what's wrong with that brother right there? That brother always looking down. Come on. Uh, you use the word to combat that. Okay. Do you have a specific scripture? Um, That's something that you have to study, right? Resist, resist the devil and he will flee. But you got to understand, we're trying to get to the root of resisting apples so if I say I'm trying to resist right how that's the next question right because you might run across this brother and he might come to you and say I confess brother them green apples they are just oh. you see what I'm saying now he's got the same struggle as you but his is green apples Yours is red and green. They got to have a lot of red in their own. You see? So there, 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 there's a, 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 a similarity between your struggles, right? So you brothers could talk about the word together and help one another. Well, brother, have you checked out this scripture right here? 
You see what I'm saying? This scripture is more powerful concerning that struggle. You see what I'm saying? So that's how we help one another in battle. And we're gonna have a lot more classes on spiritual warfare because I'm actually gonna do, I'm actually, I actually wanna do real life plays where we talking on the microphone. I'm coming to you, saying something to you, and then you coming back with, with some advice, or you coming back with a combative scripture. You see what I'm saying? Well, you're learning how to fight spiritually, man, because we gotta learn this, man. We because you there are real situations out there waiting on us. We got to know how to pre present this scripture, the right scripture, at the right time, in the right way. Come on. What were you saying? Were you saying anything? Okay. <laughs> I get lost in y'all, man. Y'all be having me all over the place. Boy, I'll be all over the place. Okay, come on. But I like that, though. I like that. <laughs> Okay. Twenty-six. Okay. Get, who got thirty and twelve? Ecclesiastes gets thirty and twelve. You want to get that for me? I got it. You got it. Okay. Th thirty. Thirty and twelve. Ecclesiasticus. Thirty and twelve. Come on. Bring it out. Bow down. Bow down his neck while he is young and beat him on the sides while he is a child, lest he wax stubborn and be disobedient unto thee, and so bring sorrow to thine heart. Uh-huh. Okay, so this is Ecclesiasticus or Ecclesiastes? Ecclesiasticus. Okay, what was it, 30 and 12? Yeah, I got the wrong one. No, that's the right one. Okay, okay so what, I, the reason why I throw that, threw that in there is because there are a lot of parents who believe that they should not chastise their children, okay? Both men and women, okay? But um, this is a way in which you nip things in the bud where they don't get to this point when a, when a man or a young woman gets older. You see what I'm saying? It helps them to understand that there's going to be correction. It helps them to also deal with situations where they must resolve conflict. You see what I'm saying? So that's the reason why it's important for us to do what the Lord tells us to do as concerns our children, as it concerns us. Because we're being taught about a lot of things at one time. Okay? Okay, so let's move on. Let's get back to the main text. Matthew 18 and 18. Matthew 18 and 18. And then somebody get Matthew 4 and 6. Somebody get Luke 4 and 12, 4 and 10. Come on. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Uh-huh. And whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. See? So whatever you allow, the Lord is going to allow. You ever heard of you reap what you sow? So if you if you reaping good, you're gonna get good. If you reaping bad, if you sowing bad, you're gonna reap bad. You see? Because you allowed it, it's just like an evil thought that's in our mind, whether it's from lust, murder, um, uh, whatever it could be, right? Uh embezzlement, whatever it might be, stealing, right? Uh if you allow that, you know what's gonna happen? You're gonna sow that. Because you allow that. Excuse me, thank you. You sowed the thought into the earth. Right? And now you're gonna reap it. That's the reason why Christ, that's the reason why Christ said, 
Um, if a man even looks on a woman to lust after her in his heart, he's committed adultery already. Because you know what he's doing? He's fantasizing being with her. She fantasizing being with him. And if you keep that up, because you know that mind, that mind is something else, boy. That's just like if, that, that, that's just like if you um that's just like if you uh if you see an apple, <laughs> I gotta, gotta use the apple. No, I can't use that, but uh, I could use that. But but um, you use you see that apple boy, and that apple boy, <laughs> that apple shining. You know what I'm saying? It's shining, looking good. You know what I'm saying? And and, and 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 you see the color of it, and the more you the more you look at it and look at its features, you know what I'm saying? The more it want it wants you, and you want it, right? And so you desire, I want to get that apple. You see what I'm saying? But see, the thing is, is that you never think that the apple wants you, do you? Well, see, that's what it was made for. It was made for your teeth to bite into it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? The apple's not satisfied until you bite into that apple. You know what I'm saying? So, and did you know, by the way, that, that, that your teeth, apples clean your teeth? I just throw that in there, just a little extra. But apples clean your teeth. Yeah, they clean your teeth well. But anyway, um, any anyway, let me get on back to the, to the message at hand. You must learn to build a resistance in you for something that you know you should not indulge in. I didn't hear one time. Nobody said fasting. Nobody said praying. This is why we do what we do. Study to show thyself approved. Give me Luke 4 and 10. <clears throat> For it is written, he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee. Uh-huh. So the angels are there, but if the angels are not going to help us if we ain't doing what? Resisting evil. See? See, see what I'm saying? See, here we is. We got all this at our, at, our, at our convenience. The Lord has got angels there to help us. The angels are there to help Christ, too. But did he, did he, did he use them? He didn't use them when he was going to that cross. He said, I can summon a legion of angels to keep me from going to this cross to destroy you Romans. But did he do it? No, because it was the it was the will of the Father that he went to the cross. Because if he didn't go to the cross, then we wouldn't have we wouldn't have a doorway to eternal life. So he had to do what he had. He had to do what he had to do. That's a, that's the whole reason why he rebuked Peter and called him the devil. See? That's why we got to know. See, he was taking them up into the mountaintop to train them. But he knew what his mission was. So now he's training them to know what their mission is. That's what I'm teaching you for. So that you will know what your mission is. That's why you got to pay attention. And get into this word, man. Take notes, highlight, whatever you got to do. Cause time is running out, man. Luke four and ten. What? What's? What's? Um. What? What? what who got Luke four and ten? Oh, I read. I got it. Oh, you, did you read it already? Yeah. 
Okay. Give me Tobit 3 and 17 then. Tobit 3 and 17. Somebody give me Matthew 12, 25 through 30. Tobit 3 and 17. Come on, give me Matthew 12, 25 through 30. Come on. And Raphael was sent to heal them both. And Raphael, uh-oh, come on. Raphael was sent to heal them both, come on. That is, to scale away the whiteness of Tobit's eyes. See, now look, now didn't it say in Matthew 18 18, Verily I say unto you, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Raphael was loosed to come to bind that blindness. See that thing? What loosed Raphael though? Go. He's pleasing me. I'm telling you. Your blessings, and you don't know what's gonna happen. You don't know what's coming to you next week. It could be another fall this time. This time, a different one. I'm just trying to help you out. I'm trying to get you prepared for the fight. Now you up in the hospital in a coma from this one. You hear voices, but you can't respond. Your eyes don't move. You can't even move your lips. Your mama's over you, tears falling on your face. Your daddy got his arm on your shoulder. See, this is what can happen. This is what can happen to us. Who's to say, oh, can? Am I any different from you? So I'm just, nothing can happen to me. I'm da-da-da-da! Then why do we, why do we in our minds feel like it can't happen to me? I think the safe thing for us to think, in case it does, why not me? Never heard, you never gonna hear that in Christianity, are you? Why not me? Think about it. I mean, are, if if you if I come to you like that, am I being realer than real? Cause we live in a world where anything can happen at any, any point. Am I right? Anything. Anybody can be affected at any point in life. We watch people being affected on the news all the time. But what if you? We should be prepared for that. Cause we know at some point.
Case in point, that fire, that could have been fire. The Lord allowed it to happen for a reason. And we would have been on the news. That can happen to anybody. I think one of the biggest mistakes that followers of Christ can make is to constantly think that because they doing work for the Lord, they come in their studies, they study in their Bibles, they're praying for other people, they're helping this, they're helping that. It's for them to get in their mind that this can't happen to me because of that. System food for thought. That's why I tell you, Akim, let's enjoy the fellowship in righteousness. Because we don't know when something might end it. We don't know when the Lord might strike. Because it's going to be him that does it. Nothing can happen from heaven unless he does it. Unless he allows it. There are demons in this earth and there are angels in this earth. That means there's good and evil. Not just good. Don't expect good all the time. You're setting yourself up for failure. That's why a lot of people lead the faith. They lead the Lord. Because they lie to themselves. Thinking everything's going to be right all the time for them. I see it in Christianity all the time. Give me um give me three Toba uh did somebody read Toba 317 for me? Toba 317? Yeah, read that for me. And then give me Matthew 12, 25 through 30. <clears throat> Toba 317. Like I said, the Lord is looking for soldiers, man. That means soldiers know that at any point they had to fight. They had to fight the battle. They had to fight the good fight of faith. You ain't fighting against friendlies. You fighting against foes. Come on. And Raphael was sent to heal them both. See, the Lord, the, he was pleasing to the Lord, so the Lord sent the angels to minister to him. Come on. That is, to scale away the whiteness of Tobit's eyes. He sent to minister unto him sight. That was a spirit, that was spiritual. Sight to the blind. That's what y'all be in, in boot camp for. So that you can administer sight to the blind. And our families first. And then our friends, and then our, the enemies of Israel. Come on. And to give Sarah, the daughter of Raguel, for a wife to Tobias, the son of Tobit. Oh, two blessings. He got a two for one at that time. You done? And to bind Asmodeus, the evil spirit. Woo! He came to bind up a spirit, too. You check that out. Did you see that? You paying attention? What all did he do when he came? I'm gonna put you on the spot. Bind up a spirit. What else? And put 
putting you on the spot. What else? What else? This is why we got to pay attention. This is why we got to pay attention. Because when you need this, you ain't going to have it. This is for your good. That you, this is to teach you how to do spiritual warfare, Ak. You got other Akims that's paying attention and learning. They're surpassing your spiritual Akim power. You are here to learn and grow together so that there's no weak links in the body. You see? This is for you. This is for your warfare, Akim. This is not for... We can't fight your fight for you. We can't fight your battles. When you leave here, you got to fight your own battles. We're just trying to prepare you. Come on. Because she belonged to Tobias by right of inheritance. Mm -hmm. Self same time came Tobit home and entered into his house. And Sarah, the daughter of Raguel, came down from her upper chamber. God, God. Okay, give me Matthew 12, 25 through 30. Let's see what that say. Matthew 12, 25 through 30. And Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself. Wow, 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 wow. We're not just saying, talking about this. Wow. I tell you, the Lord, he right on time, boy. I tell you, when you are doing his will, he supports you. He comes right behind you. <laughs> Lord, you are something else. That's my daddy, boy. But come on, bring it again. Come on, that's my daddy, man. See, I was just talking about this to y'all. To you especially. See, if we're not here to work together and to fight the same fight, why are we here? We're supposed to be learning how to slay demons up in this place and lift our people up. Not to make demons comfortable. Come on. Every kingdom divided against itself. See, every kingdom divided against itself, like we the Achaeans, right? We cannot allow no spirit. I don't care what spirit it is. Because remember when we first got together how sweet the fellowship was? Remember that? We don't want that to stop. But we will make it stop through our lust of our flesh. We have to understand that this is the crux of spiritual warfare. You got to understand that this is real. This is not fake. This is not phony. This is real. We're dealing with real demons and real angels here. And it's proven by how our spirit is, right? That's showing us right there. If we come one to one Sabbath and our spirit is different than it was last Sabbath, we're less involved than if we were last Sabbath. That means we're struggling. That means we're struggling. 
So what are we struggling with? And is that worth more than that sweet fellowship? I can answer that. Hell to the no. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying is true. Hell to the no! Do I have to say it like that? It ain't worth it. So get rid of it. That's what we that's what we all long for. We long for the fellowship of the brethren. And then when we don't have it, now we want to be envious. Now we want to be jealous. Now we want to cop out to. Now we want to get mad. No, no nigga, uh-uh. Don't get mad. You liked the division. I got to be honest with you. I got to tell you the truth. Because you was a niggard. Put off the niggardly spirits and enjoy the true fellowship. Come on. Every kind of divide against itself is brought to dissolution. Brought to desolation, come on. Desolation. Uh -huh. Every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. That's right. Come on. And if Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How shall then his kingdom stand? Now, Satan is a fool, but he ain't that big of a fool to know I can't fight against my fellow demons. Now he is a fool thinking that he gonna uh, overcome the Lord. Now that, there he's a fool, right? He gonna try to fight against the Lamb, and he gonna try he gonna try to win and overcome. That he a fool for that. Cause anybody that gives you an army for yourself, what do they have? If I give you, if I'm sitting on my throne, right, and and you come to me, you say, Yo, I. I need a hundred thousand soldiers so I can fight against you. And you be like this. And they give you, and there's a hundred thousand out there waiting on you. I gave them to you, right? What do you think I have? <laughs> now I'm not gonna, now I'm not gonna give you a hundred thousand if I don't have ten hundred, ten thousand. I mean, uh, uh, a million. So that's what the devil thinks. The devil thinks that because he got all this weaponry and all these gadgets, he gonna be able to overcome the most high. How could he think that? Because he had deceived his own self. But one thing I can tell you the devil is wise about. He got some worldly wisdom. 
He's not going to fight against his own kingdom that he's trying to build. So why would we? Think about it, huh? We need to learn something from the old devil right there. He don't fight against his own demons, so why are we going to try to fight against our own brethren? It just don't make no sense. But we want the sweets fellowship, though. Well, Ak, you need to go and get some things in order in your mind. Because how you going to get it if we ain't operating under the spirit of peace? Come on with that. And if, and if by Be Bezalbub cast out, by, and if by Beelzebub he cast them out, cast out devils. Uh -huh. By whom do your children cast them out? So if you if you by Beelzebub cast out devils, who do your children cast them out by? <laughs> I mean, this makes a lot of sense here. So we understand that if the devil don't fight against his own, why are we fighting against our own? We're killing our own peace and own sweet fellowship when we allow the devil's things, which is the lust of our flesh, to brew up. That's why we should be fighting against them. Not allowing them just flow out because it might feel a little good to our flesh. Every now and then, we got more at stake that we can lose. That's why we got to understand how important the sweet fellowship is. All right? We can't take the fellowship of the brethren lightly. You ain't never going to have a, a fellowship with brethren like this. In the truth... I think not. Now, if you got a bunch of lies going, you said it yourself. You love the truth. You love sincerity. Well, if that's what you love, that's what you fighting them demons for. You fighting them demons for what you love when you fellowship with the Akiyam. That's what makes you make it worth it, worthwhile for you to fight. Fight your demons that don't want you to have that sweet fellowship. Come on. By whom do your, therefore thy shall be your judge. Just that, therefore they shall be your judges. Come on. But if I cast out devils. See, he said, therefore, those same devils that you're allowing to interfere with the sweet fellowship, right? They're going to be your judges. So the Lord, the Lord is not going to be able to tell the angels, go to his rescue. Go and minister. Go and fight against the spirits because he's resisting. Fight against them and get them out of there so their sweet fellowship can continue, right? That's why I'm telling you what I'm telling you. It's not the Akim that's going to end the fellowship. It is the demons that you allow. Because the Lord is going to say, uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. No, he allowed it. He got to reap what he sowed. Those are the laws. Demons, go ahead. 
We gotta understand. That's that's why I was telling you. See, he doesn't understand what you guys, what what you two ox understand, because you guys got teaching on this. But we've taught a lot on the demons and the angels and how the Lord works in the third heaven. So there's a law set up, right? So that's that's the reason why. Remember, okay, a perfect example is Job. Okay, the devil came to the Lord, and what did he say? Anybody remember that? Anybody remember? What did he say? We can read it, but I just want to paraphrase right now. He basically came and made a bet with the Lord concerning Job, right? So at that point, Job was already a man who had uh, who had proved his faithfulness to the Lord, right? So the Lord was all right with it. The Lord said, "Okay, okay, you on? You got you got a bet on that, okay?" So the Lord believed in the Lord was basically bragging on Job because apparently Job had made a, a huge impact on the Lord with how he was living his life. Right. So Job was an object of attention in the third heaven. Right. So Satan said uh, the Lord said basically in a nutshell, you can do this, this and this unto him, but just don't take his life away from him. So the devil went forth and he did it all. He took his children. He took his property. He took his cattle. He did this. He did that. He put boils on Job from his head to his toe. And you know what Job had to say at the end of that? What did he have to say? The Lord. He said, naked. I'll give you the little hint. Go ahead. Naked I can't. came I out of my mother's womb. Uh-huh. And naked will I return to the Naked ground. I'm going to return. Come on. But blessed be the name of the, the Lord. The Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now, was somebody who walking in their flesh be have been able to say that? We all know that that's a that's a no no, right? That's why. That's why I tell you, right? It is very, very dangerous, Ox. Because just like the Lord gave them demons permission under the, under the authority of Satan to go and do that to Job, Job, while it was being done to him, understood what was happening. That's why he told his wife, you speak as a foolish woman. Shall we not receive evil as well as good at the hand of the Lord? You see the understanding there, huh? You see, he knew who it ultimately came from. He knew who gave the permission. But we walk in our flesh. We, we think we know what we're doing. So when the Lord says, demons go, and it happens to us, what we gonna, what we gonna think? That damn devil! You know why we gonna think that? Because we ain't prepared. But we got time to get a fleshy little strength. This is what Paul was warning about. When he said, present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and blameless.
It's serious. I'm telling you right now, Ox. Before it happens, and I told my I, I told my I on the phone. And even though we ain't resolved, hopefully we will things will be resolved before it's too late. But I told her I can I said when the shit hits the fan, it's gonna be too late for a whole lot of people. Because right now, we see the economy. We know it ain't going back to what it used to be. You know it ain't. You can lie and say that to yourself all you want to, but we know it's not. The powers that be don't want it to go back that way because that's benefiting them. That's why I study everything. I study the Bilderbergs, the Rothschilds. I study all of that stuff. Because you have to know how to put the pieces of the puzzle together so that you can see, oh, that's what's going on. Plus us being in captivity 400 years We're coming to the end of the 400 years Oh Oh And you start putting the picture together Right? And you know what the scripture's saying You're lining it up And the seventh seal This happens I'm, I'm telling you, 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 we don't have time as Akims, as men, as leaders to play around. This stuff going on right up under our noses, man. This stuff is finna come to a head. All hell's finna break loose. And if we ain't ready, I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you. Don't listen to these lying politicians. I'll tell you. Then we talk about that. Then we, we talked about that the last on the last message when I told you. Then uh, the Bible say his words were smoother than butter. See, he the Lord has made him that way so that the false brethren. Remember how the Bible talks about the false brethren, how they will be sucked in to that. That smooth, fair speech, and they will be taken down with the beast. I'm telling you, man, this thing is serious, man. So when we come together, we gotta come together. We gotta have, we gotta mean business, Ox. We ain't here to play no games. So come on, finish it up for me. Y'all got me all over the place today. What y'all, y'all, did y'all, did y'all secretly plan to work me out like this? Come on, this ain't fair. Come on, but I like it though. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> or else, how can one enter into a strong man's house? How can you enter into a strong man's house? Now, the strong man don't allow, he, he allows the demon to do what he want to do through him, right? So how can you, how can you get that brother to stop allowing that demon to have his way with his flesh? That's what that's basically saying. Come on. Cause that's your house. This is your house right here. This is your temple. Yeah. Right? So you if you allow demons to work through your temple some kind of way, and I try to come in and try to 
take them demons away from you, but you allow the demons, I can't. My hands are tied, right? Come on. Ex Except he first bind the strong men, and then he will spoil his house. See? Unless he, which is the man who has the demons in him, unless he bind them. Now, how will he bind them? He binds them with the truth because they're in his house because they persuaded him that it would be all right to let them into his house through the lie. Come on, you done? Yeah. Okay, praise the Lord, praise, praise the Lord. Okay, that was very good. Okay, let's get on back to the main text, Matthew 18 and 19. Mind if I use the bathroom? Go right ahead. Thank you. Squirt. Come on. Matthew 18 and 19. Uh-huh. Again, I say unto you. Again, I say unto you. That if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything. Uh-huh. That they shall ask. It shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. Uh-huh. Read that again. Matthew 18 and 19. Uh-huh. Again, I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. Now, you see what I'm saying now? Now, you, you take verse 19, right? It says, again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything. Now, remember, I was just talking to the ark about him allowing demons in his temple, right? To work through his flesh. Now, it's saying that it, those same two, if, if, if what I say to that brother from the scriptures and, uh, uh, and, and, and encourages him or uh, influences him that what I'm saying is right, right? From the scriptures, then... I can change his mind and he will in turn begin to fight with me against them demons and he will be liberated spiritually that's what that's talking about if if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that was the same man that was that had a strong man on him a demon but he was allowing a demon to work through his flesh until I came to him and showed him in the scriptures that that's not going to prosper him. Now, what wise man don't want to be prospered? You see? So by me showing him that that's not going to prosper him concerning the kingdom, he's going to be cheated, right? Now, I've gotten his attention. You see what I'm saying? And now... He wants to start fighting. You see that? Okay. Come on. Matthew 18 and 20. Uh-huh. For where two or three are gathered together in my name. For where two or three are gathered together in his name. Come on. There am I in the midst of them. There the Lord is with us. The Christ is right there with us. Anointing us with the power to not only to overcome, but to continuously be an overcomer. Because we shouldn't have to keep going back and forth, back and forth. Once you have been taught that this type of woman is not the type of woman you, that's going to prosper you in the kingdom, you shouldn't go back to that type of woman ever again. It's time to keep moving forward.
You see what I'm saying? Okay, what's my next uh, uh, challenge? What's the next thing I need to be taught about? That's what's called spiritual growth. You see what I'm saying? That is true spiritual growth. Come on. <clears throat> Verse 21. Uh-huh. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me? And I forgive him. So here we go with the responsibility of the Achaean once again. We think that this, this is not an easy battle. This is not an easy battle. But if you got other Achaeans, if you got other Achaeans in the fight with you, and y'all come together and y'all have an Akim chop up. And I'm like this, man, how was your week, man? What, what happened to you this week, man? I got some things to tell you. You, you see what I'm saying? Now, it, you, it makes you want to fight. Because now you know that you're coming together with other ox who had warfare to fight this week. Man, my boss this. Man, my mom's this. Man, my brother this. Man, my, my cousin that. And you were fighting all of those different types of spirits at every level with the word of God. And now you got, now you sitting down with other ox and they got, man, well, let me tell you what happened to me, man. Let me tell you how I had to fight my battles. You see what I'm saying? This is what we talking. This is spiritual warfare. But we never get to this level uh, if you don't start learning how to fight. If you're just sitting there letting your flesh just have its way, you don't have anything to talk about. So therefore, you don't feel like you're part of the Akim chopper. You understand what I'm saying? We got to feel at all times when we come together, we the men of war, we the men of battle. We know how to fight this thing spiritually, so we gonna do it. We learn how to do it, and we're gonna implement our tools. You think that first, you think the first two Akim chops was something, <laughs> when we start really fighting these demons, you understand what I'm saying? And when you start really using the word of God and being an overcomer, you're going to have some things to share. And people going to want to hear what you got to say. Because people out there, they, they don't know how to fight these battles. We the men of God, the Lord is going to put it on the leadership first so that we can in turn come back and teach our daughters how to fight, our sons how to fight, our little sisters, our little brothers, our nephews, our nieces, our cousins. We don't have time to get in the flesh. It's too much to learn. Come on. Matthew 18 and 22. Uh-huh. Hold on. Did we do uh, 1 Corinthians 14, 27 through 29? We got to do that. Would you get that for me? 1 Corinthians 14, 27 through 29. Uh, but you know, the Lord, he going he gonna to make us grow up, man. Because we, we so used to be things being so comfortable for us, coming out there, Christianity, things being, every time you turn around, somebody doing something for us, we ain't got to lift a finger. Man, let me tell you something, man. This ain't, that ain't warfare. That ain't warfare. Come on. 1 Corinthians 14, 27 to 29. The Lord is trying to make spiritual beasts out of us, man. You understand what I'm saying? Well, we just, man, you waiting for the fight. You like, where that devil at, man? You know what I'm saying? Come on with it. You see? 
I'm telling you, man, that's how the Lord wants us, man. Come on. I thank God that I baptized none of you but Crispus and Jaius. Mm-hmm. Lest any shall, lest any should say that I have baptized in my name. See, name. Paul right here was saying, right, he was saying, he was telling them up front, he was saying, look, you know what? Don't y'all say, don't, don't, don't tell nobody I baptized you. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I would not be pleased at baptizing you, not even a, a soldier. You're not even in this fight for the Lord. Don't, don't tell nobody I baptized you. I ain't baptized but a few men, and those were men that I proved to be righteous. Men that I proved that want to be soldiers. That's what I was telling you earlier. Paul felt the same way. You think he didn't? It said it right there. Read it again. Read it again. I want you to see that Paul felt the same way. He, he wasn't proud to just say any Akim was his Akim. Only Akims that fought the fight. Come on. I thank God that I, I baptized none of you but Crispus and Jaius. See? Just two cats. Because they didn't look at it like this is just a party. This is just a flesh party. I can just come in and do what I want to do. And I can serve the Lord when I want to. Well, I'm not proud to say you my brother, brother. Only thing going to make me proud to say this is my brother right here is that you get in a fight. Come on. Lest any should say that I, I had baptized. See, because he knew that people would come back and they'd say, you see that guy right there? Paul baptized him. Paul baptized him. Paul. No, Paul was making sure that whoever he baptized, he knew that that brother was on fire for the Lord. He had a long line of people. He came from Barnabas. Paul knew Stephen, the deacon. He knew Peter. Peter said, don't even crucify me the same way you crucified my Lord. Crucify me upside down, because I ain't worthy. These are men who are serious. And I want to be, I want to fellowship with men just like that. Nobody else. Come on. I had baptized in my own name, and I baptized also the house of Stephenus. Besides, I know not whether that whether I baptized in any other, for Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel. Not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. See, that's what it was all about. We got to get that. It ain't about us. It's about the cross of Christ. Christ. 
It ain't about the lust of your little flesh. And you read in there where you said, I baptized the house of Stephanus, didn't you? Didn't I say Stephen? Did I say Stephen? Yes. See? You got to pay attention. See what I'm saying? He baptized the house. Look in there. He baptized the house of Stephanus. That's Stephen, the deacon. Because Stephen was the same man that they stoned to death. When he, when he looked and said the heavens open and he saw the, the son of man stand on the right hand of power. Stephen was the same one that took them from Genesis to Revelation in 15 minutes. You know why he did that? Because he was serious. He had the Lord on the brain. We ain't got time to walk in our flesh. What you got? First, Second Corinthians 13 and 1, give me that. And then uh, somebody give me 1 Timothy 5 and 19. Somebody give me Hebrews 10 and 28. We're going to get this thing. We almost finished. Well, no, we're going to get there. So 2 Corinthians 13 and 1. And then 1 Timothy 5 and 19 and Hebrews 10 and 28. Come on. Hebrews 10, 28. 2 Corinthians 13 and 1. Get that for me. I'm just going to start signing. I should have never stopped that in the first place. I'm going to start signing scriptures. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> okay. 2 Corinthians, what was it? 13 1. And this is based off of Matthew 18 and 20. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Come on. 2 Corinthians 13 and 1. Come on. This is the third time I am coming to you. This is the third time I'm coming to you. So apparently these people are rebellious. Come on. In the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. Uh-huh. That's right. So you got to have two or three witnesses if you got a situation going on. You're going to be quizzed on this. You're going to be quizzed on it. First Timothy 5 and 19. Come on. First Timothy 5 and 19. Uh-huh. Against an elder, receive not an accusation. Against an elder. Now, I would be considered an elder to y'all, okay? So if someone came to you and said something, right, saying, Hey, guess what I heard about that man of God? Come on. Receive not an accusation. See, you're being instructed once again for your learning so that you do not have to be ashamed before the Lord and the holy angels. Do not receive that. Come on. But before two or three witnesses. But before two or three witnesses. Now, what kind of witnesses, though? Any? Worldly witnesses? Okay, what kind? Talk to me. You've been learning. Talk to me. What kind of witnesses should they be? It, righteous. That's right. That's right. What should they present to you? Evidence. What is the evidence? The word of God. That's right. They got to say what I did, and then they had to show by the law it was wrong. See how that works? Because they're going to do you the same way. Okay. What, okay. What do we have next? Hebrews 10 and 28. He but, but do you know, uh, gentlemen, Akim, 
I'm not worried about that. This is what I'm trying to tell you. If you not being sneaky, if you not sneaking around, doing things you should not be doing, you don't have to worry about that. Being a little devil, right? We don't have to worry about that. Only when you're doing this do you have to worry. No, I don't have to worry. Okay, I come home and I'm right there. Can't say I was with three chicks in a red light district. Having a menage a trois. Come on. Oh, you think I know what that was, did you? <laughs> Come on. A little folly every now and then, just a little. I read 2 Corinthians 13 and 1. Okay, read it one more time, then give me 1 Timothy 5 and 19. Okay, give me Hebrews 20 and 10 28. Got that. All right. He that despises Moses' law died without mercy under two or three Witnesses. See that thing? This thing is serious. You can literally be put to death. Once them people come and witness against you, like the situation with Susanna. You see what I'm saying? That, that's got like 271 views. <laughs> so people been liking that right there. Uh, I think it's part four or five that they've been, they been watching. Like, you got to see that. You got to hear that one. That's really, that was really good. It's about uh, a righteous woman that got set up for blackmail by two elders in Israel. It's very good. Ooh, that story is good. We got down on that story, didn't we? Um, uh, okay, so that's that's it. Okay, so let's move on. Um, okay, let's get back to the main text, Matthew 18 and 21. We almost done, y'all. We're going to try to try to get through this a little quicker. <clears throat> Come on. Matthew 18 and 21. Come on. Then came Peter to him and said... I'm getting hungry. Y'all getting hungry? Lord, Lord, well, I'll tell you, after that word, boy, we went to tear it up. Come on. Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me? Uh -huh. And I forgive him. Till seven times? Uh-huh. Verse 22. Jesus saith unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times. Listen to this, y'all. But until seventy times seven. Now this is for an offense from a brother. Okay? Psalm 19 and 13. I'm showing you this is what it's going to take to please the Lord. Now remember, the Father wants to kill us. So we can't say we're going to the Father and surpassing the Son, can we? Because we're going to die, basically. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, so basically, so basically, we had to go through the Son, right? But the only way to please Him, the only way for Him to receive us, is that we do things like this. So do we have time to play in our flesh? No. No. If we want to get results... It'd be a shame for us to come and attend this good teaching and wind up going to the lake of fire anyway. I, you know, the Lord, he, he, he said, I would rather that you be hot or cold. But because you are lukewarm, you come, you hear the truth, but then you play in your flesh every now and then. You want to be fleshly. 
Lord said, I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. This is what the Lord says. So we had to understand that this is serious. When we come, we sitting down. Uh, imagine you have a sword there on your on your hip, and you got armor. You got you got bands of armor, and you got a, you got a helmet on, and you sitting down to a round table of soldiers of fierce battle. And that fierce battle are demons. That's how the Lord wants us to get together. That's what the Lord wants. When we come together, we supposed to be whining and dining in this truth to learn how to bring Satan's kingdom down. Does it sound good or what? Con? Con. Con? Con. That sounds like some men right there. All right. So come on. Give me, um, let's get back to the main text. Matthew 18, 22. And then y'all get ready. Uh, Psalm 19 and 13 and 2 Peter 2 and 10. Matthew 18 and 22. Come on. Jesus saith unto him, I say not unto thee, I say not unto thee, until seven times, but... Until 70 times 7. Uh-huh. See, see how the Lord wants to prepare our hearts for battle? Were we not sidetracked because a brother said something to us or, or did something to us or, or looked at us the wrong way? We are soldiers. We know how to rise to the next level. No matter what we face. Man! Yes, sir. Can you do it? Yes, sir. Can you do it? Yes, sir. Is anything too hard for you? No, sir. Are you ready to accomplish the mission? Yes, sir. No hesitations. <laughs> That's what the Lord looking for. I'm telling you. You know what I'm saying? Because you know why he, you know why he expects the same out of us. Because when he went to that cross, the Bible says he didn't say a mumbling word. When the black Messiah was getting whipped, he didn't. He didn't try to plead for his life. So now, what is he trying to get out of us? He said, now nah, we know we can't take what he took, right? I can't take what, I've been faded a long time, oh! And I fainted a long time from the pain, right? But the Lord took it. He had to take it to please the Father, to appease the Father's wrath from coming on this earth. That's why the Father, the Bible says, he hid his face from him. The clouds covered the moon. The Father couldn't look on it, couldn't look at it. So now we have to go through similar things, though he said, I will not put on you no more than you can bear. And even when you're tempted, I'm going to provide you a way of escape. So you take what I put on you joyfully, son. Knowing that I put it on you. Didn't nobody else put that on you? Yes, I know that there's a devil. Yes, I know that there's demons. Yes, I know that you got family members you can't stand. But I did it to you. 
understand that. Come on. Psalm 19, verse 13. Come on. Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sin. See, presumptuous sin. You sitting there, you're contemplating. Should I do it? You're reasoning within your own mind. Should I do it? Should I not do it? Uh, maybe I'll do a little. Uh, maybe I won't. Uh, maybe I'll do a lot. Uh, maybe I won't. Uh, maybe I'll do a little more. Uh, this is what it's talking about. Presumptuous sin. Right? Sin that you're planning to do. You haven't yet did it. But you're planning. Come on. Let, let them not have dominion over me. See? We got to pray against that type of sin. See? The Lord has laid everything out for us. Everything according to life and godliness. How can we not make it in? He given us instruction for everything. Even presumptuous thoughts that haven't even led to sin yet. Read that again. It's lovely. Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Because the Lord knows, as he mentioned in Matthew, he said if, you, if a man even looks on a woman to lust after her in his heart, he's already committed to sin. Why? Because you look at a beautiful woman, right? If you're not, you're not a disciplined man of God, you look at a beautiful woman and you think that her looking back at you is going to ease ease the pressure? No. She look over there and she puck her lips a little bit or throw her hair a little bit. <laughs> it just makes things worse and worse and worse on you. You know, you went from you went from having your eyeballs in your head to eyeballs is hanging out your head now. You know what I'm saying? And now your tongue is on the ground. <laughs> You see, so it's not that that we should depend upon whether she going to give you a break and don't 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 tease you more. What we need to be focusing on is read that again. Read that again. It's not basic. What the Lord is saying is it's not determined by the other person. And the same thing goes for the brethren that make you mad, the brethren that offend you, the uh, cousins, mothers, nieces, nephews that offend you. That's so you don't go and kill nobody. You see what I'm saying? Because the Lord would hate to have to judge you harshly for that because of a lack of understanding. Give us that understanding right there. So when these presumptuous thoughts of murder of hatred, of anger, of lust come in your, our minds, our job is keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. See, we pray that same prayer. Second Peter 2 and 10, what does that say? Better highlight, y'all better highlight that right there. That's some good stuff. See, that's what we come for to get answers. That was an answer right there for murder spirits. 
for anger spirits. Are we going? Are we growing or not? Come on. Second <clears throat> Peter two and ten. Cause your mama and daddy, they ain't coming nowhere if you ain't growing. You gotta overcome. You gotta be an overcomer. They know what some things you struggle with, don't they? Yeah. So if they don't see you overcoming, are they gonna think that it's worth coming to? Think about it. Come on. But chiefly them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanness. Uh-huh. And despise government. See, come on. Government is leadership. I would be a type of government to you if you despise the training and teaching that I'm giving you, right? Because because a lot of times, you know, when you when you don't know, when you don't know any better. When we follow after the lust of the flesh, right? We we think that the person is trying to deprive us of some type of happiness or joy or thrill or fun. Am I right? So then you begin to despise the person that, that, that's really trying to help you, right? Because you lack the knowledge and understanding that that person is really your ticket to freedom. You see what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. But anyway, go ahead. And despise government. Uh-huh. Presumptuous are they. Self-willed. They are not afraid to speak evil of dignities. And they're not afraid because that, that fear has not been has, has not been inflicted into their souls through the truth. That's why it's, it's a blessing for y'all to be getting this truth on this level, man. It is. I count a blessing to encounter all the Akims that I've encountered. Excuse me, whether some of them haven't totally got it yet or the way to deliver the message or whatever, I still thank God. I thank God for IUIC. I thank God for HOI. I thank God for um, uh, uh, AOC. You know, I thank God for all my Israelite brothers and sisters because all of them have offered something to me. Now, it may not all align itself with the truth, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm only talking about what aligns itself with the truth. I thank the Lord for them. I'm not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater. That's another thing we need to stop doing, Israel. We Just because we see one little itty-bitty thing that's wrong with a, a brother or sister, we want to throw the whole brother and sister out. The devil is a liar. That means you ain't right if you weren't willing to do that to someone. You can't tell me, uh, can't nobody tell me that it ain't good, it ain't good things about you or you or you. I tell them, get out of my face with that. That's ridiculous. That's preposterous. There's something good in every brother and sister. It, the question is, do you want to see it? Or do you just want to see the bad? Come on, let's get back to the main text. He that hath friends must first show himself friendly. You seeing all the bad and you ain't seen no good. You know what? You don't need no friends. No real ones, at least. Come on. Matthew 18 and 23. Come on. Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king. Uh-huh. Which would take account of his servants. Which would take account of his servants. Come on. Verse 24. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him. Give me John 10 and 1, please. Uh-huh, come on. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him, which owed him 10,000 talents. Listen to this now. This really touched me right here, okay? Because this right here is the perfect picture of a hypocrite. 
And I know we all have been a hypocrite, and I know we all have been involved with hypocrites, okay? It ain't no fun, is it? Okay, come on. Verse 25, but for as much as he had not to pay. Give me Jeremiah 30 and 16, please. Come on. His Lord commanded him to be sold. So as much, uh, for as much as this man had not to pay, his Lord, which was over him, the one that he got the money from, the loan from, commanded him to be sold because he could not pay. And his wife and children and all that he had and payment to be made. Okay? So, um, come on. Give me uh, Jeremiah 30 and 16. And then you give me Jeremiah 48 and 11. Jeremiah 30, 16. Wait, hold on. Did you read what I gave you already? Man, I'm getting ahead of myself, man. Y'all got to tell, tell uh, the ark to slow down a little bit. Uh, give me John 10 and 1. <clears throat> this is from uh, Matthew 18, 24. Come on. John 10, verse 1. Uh-huh. Verily, verily, I say unto you. Verily, ver truly, truly, I say unto you. He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. See that thing? So when someone is not coming through the front door with the truth, right? Don't trust them. Don't trust them. Right? When this truth is not their foundation and they're not coming through the front, they sneaking in through the back and they sneaking in with cunningness and craftiness. Don't trust them. Okay? Alright, let's move on to 1825. And then y'all gonna be ready to kick them scriptures out for me. Uh, Jeremiah 30 and 16 and Jeremiah 48 and 11. 48 and 11. Not yet, not yet. Come on. Matthew 18 and 25. Uh-huh. Before as much as he had not to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold, and his wife, uh -huh. and children, and all that he had, and payment to be made. Uh-huh, and payment to be made. Okay, so uh, now he forcing him to pay, right? I'm talking about what precious stuff. Wife, children, all his goods. This dude was harsh, okay? Give me Jeremiah 30 and 16, and Jeremiah 48 and 11, get that ready. Come on. Jeremiah 30 and 16. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Therefore, all they that devour thee shall be devoured, and all thine adversaries, every one of them, shall go into captivity. See, we talked about that up there briefly, okay? Uh, how, how, how the so-called white man, which is Esau, or we know as the Caucasians here today, how they treat our people, Israel, right? So because of that, they're going to have to pay for that. The Lord not going to let them get away with all the evil that they have done to our people and they not pay for it. So they're going to pay for that in the next captivity because we're going to be in our rulership. And at that time, they had to pay a price for what they've done. Okay, give me Jeremiah 48 and 11. And then you give me Ezekiel 30 and 18. <clears throat> See, we with all that I'm getting, we get that understanding. That's right. Come on. Moab, Because I don't want my Akims to be ashamed when they fight against the devil. Come on. Moab have been at ease from his youth, and he hath settled on his lace. Moab, they've been at ease. Remember I was telling you guys about being at lackadaisical? Whenever you do that, the flesh rises up, don't it? See, Moab has been at ease. See, we can't be like the world. We got to be on guard at all times. See, Moab was at ease, you see? But look at what's gonna happen to him. Read, come on. <clears throat> and have some deep stuff, boy. Come on. I have not been emptied 
from vessel to vessel, neither have he gone into captivity. See, but it's coming. Come on. Therefore, his taste remained in him, and his scent is not changed. Mm-hmm. See, he's the same as the so-called white man. You see? Ain't no different. Same enemy. You see what I'm saying? The Lord gonna deal with him the same way. Remember, the Lord saw, spoke of Moab as his washpot. Remember that? See? What do you do in a washpot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wash your hands, urinate, spit. That's what the Lord said Moab is to him. Okay, give me um give me Ezekiel 38 and 18. Give me Revelation 13 and 10. Ezekiel 30, verse 18. And if you want me to show you where that scripture is, just let me know after this after the after the lesson. Come on. And to Hafnahes also the day shall be darkened, when I shall break there the yokes of Egypt, uh -huh. and the pomp of her strength shall cease in her. That's not talking about old Egypt, that's talking about this Egypt. Why do I, why do I say that? Because the first Egypt was in what book? Exodus. It was in Exodus and Genesis, portions of Genesis. Okay? But this is being spoken of in Ezekiel. So that's talking about this Egypt. Come on. As for her, a cloud shall cover her, and her daughter shall go into captivity. There it is. All them false, all them false teachings, Christianity, Islam, all the people that followed that, all of them going into captivity. <laughs> They're gonna be our slaves and handmaids and servants. I'm telling you, man, this thing, this thing is real. Uh, that's why I, I, I ain't got time to be in my flesh, man, playing around. I'm saying I want this. I want this. Come on, give me um, well, give me uh, Revelation 13 and 10. Is that it? Yeah, Revelation 13 and 10. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. There it is again. Come on. He that killed with the sword must be killed with the there sword. There it is again. There it is again. Here is the patience and faith of the saints. What word does it say? Patience only? Here is the patience and the faith of the servants. Only faith only. Here is the patience and the faith of the of the saints. So that means that as Akim has leadership as pillars in Israel. We gotta have that too. How do we get patience? Through much tribulation. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta link the scriptures up with the scriptures. And you'll know what is that saying? What do I do? What do I what can I do to get that right there? You gotta be able to endure many tribulations so do you have time to get in your flesh huh? no I'm too busy enduring tribulations so that I can increase my patience okay come on let's get back to the main text Matthew 18 and 26 we almost done we almost done, Israel. Y'all hang in there. Hang in there, Israel. Come on. Matthew 18 and 26. Uh-huh. The servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, 
have patience with me. Give me Psalms 50 and 21. Now, here the same servant is that was over the Lord's heritage. He was over the Lord's people, but now he wants what he didn't give the servants. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, God is not mocked. For whatever you sow, you going to reap it. Come on. Come on. Read that. This thing is real. I'm trying to get you to see this. Come on. Have patience with me. We're in class right now because the Lord, he has mercy and grace on us when we're learning. If we're learning. He has mercy and grace on us because he, he wants us to prosper. The Lord wants us to live. He wants us to inherit eternal life. That's why he's haven't killed us yet. This time that he's graced us is supposed to be taken seriously. Come on. Have patience with me and I will pay thee all. See, see, see that? See that? Nah, nah, his chickens have come home to roost. You see what I'm saying? The same one that the Lord put over his people, right? And he dogged them out, had no mercy, didn't want to forgive. Read that again. Matthew 18 and 26. Uh-huh. The servant therefore fell down and worshipped him. Oh, man, he ready to do it now. He ready to fall down. Oh, he ready to give it all up. Oh, Lord, please, Lord. Yeah. 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 It's serious now. You see, it's serious now. But let's see what happens. Come on. Saying, Lord, have patience with me. Now you would think this is the Lord he's talking about. He's down. He's prostrated. He's in the perfect position for mercy. But the Lord is a God of actions. He's a God of mercy, and by him, actions are weighed, right? So what does that mean? His, his mercy towards you is going to be based on what your mercy was towards others. His actions are weighed. Come on. And I will pay thee all. Uh-huh, now he's pleading, Lord, please, give me time, Father, and I will pay thee all. He's looking at that lake of fire. Come on. Verse 27. Uh-huh. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion. Come on. And loosed him. And loosed him. Come on. And forgave him the debt. And forgave him the debt. Now, why did he do that? Why did he do that? Keep reading. Verse 28. Uh-huh. But the same servant went out. Listen, now, I, I jumped ahead of myself, okay? I'm sorry, please forgive me. Now, I know you're probably feeling real good because you got to let go off the hook, right? Don't get too happy too quick. Come on. And found one of his fellow servants. Uh-huh. Now, he finds him a servant. Now, he was a servant to the Lord who said, okay, I'm going to have mercy. Go ahead. You're you forgiven and you're dead. Come on. Which now, this is the man that's over him. Now, he's going to be over a man. Come on. Which owed him a hundred pence. Now this man owes him a hundred pence. Come on. Let's see what he does. Come on. And he laid hands on him. Uh-huh. And took him by the throat, saying, Pay me 
that thou owest. Now he's been forgiven. So uh, now he's in a situation where someone owes him and all of a sudden he gets nostalgia and he forgets that mercy was given to him by the boss that was over him that he owed. He owed a big time drug dealer. Drug dealer is all right, don't worry about it. Come on. And his fellow servant fell down at his feet and besought him. Same thing he did with the Lord that was over him, the drug dealers. Oh, please don't kill me, big, big mappy, big mappy. Don't kill me. Come on. Saying, have patience with me, uh -huh. and I will pay thee all. And he would not. Oh, he, he, he said, no, nah, nigga, uh -huh. no, nah, you going to pay me, nigga. Come on. But went and cast him into prison. Oh, now nah, he, he, he just judging him now. He going to get that hundred pence out of him. See the hypocrisy? Come on. And cast him into prison. Uh-huh. Till he should pay the debt. Uh-huh. So when his fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry and came and told unto their Lord all that was done. See? So, so the Lord, remember now, we might think we can go and sneak and do stuff and the Lord won't find out about it. But a lot of times, people down here, they, they, the Lord uses people. I'm just gonna put it like this, right? Cause as you can see, two witnesses seen what he did, right? And they ran and told on him. You see what I'm saying? Now, this same dude, same dude, he, did, he wanted so much forgiveness and mercy. He got down on the flow. He got, he almost got under the flow. He, well, he, he was trying to really, he was trying to really, he laid out like this. Oh, Father, please. Come on. Then his Lord, after that he had called him, uh -huh. said unto him, Oh, thou wicked servant. See, we all have someone over us. We think we always on top, but there's always a someone over us. Always. The Lord made it that way in this world. You see what I'm saying? See, you, you might see all the governments. You might see Putin from Russia. You might see, um, uh, what's that cat from China? Um, Jane. Jane Jong or whatever the name is. And then you got um Kim Jong Yong. And then you got uh well, well, North Korea. And then you got um uh um uh, uh you got Donald Trump here in America. Uh okay, that's enough anyway. But um you got all these leaders around the world. You got Prince Charles in, in, in England or whatever. You got all these world leaders, right? But who who who's who pulling the strings? The Illuminati. The shadow government and who's pulling the strings on them the lord the king of terrors you see what i'm saying so so we all got somebody over us you know what i'm saying the dancing to our tomb you see what i'm saying but see that's why we got to understand this thing ain't no joke you, we got to be walking around, man, with mercy, waiting to give mercy to our brothers and sisters, waiting to give it to them. Oh, brother, you need some? Oh, yes, I do. There you go, brother. You, you got uh, you know, I'll give you mercy. You want me to forgive you? Okay, I'll forgive you. You see, come on. I forgave thee all that debt. See, his Lord, now the report got back to his Lord. The Lord, his Lord was sitting up, chilling, uh, watching uh, whatever he's doing. 
he's chilling, sitting, chilling. He might be getting entertained by some dancers. And then, and then someone comes over to him and does this. And he does this. Tell him to come see me. Come on. <laughs> this is how the Lord is, I'm telling you. When we do wrong by one another as brothers and sisters, when we try to keep, when we when we try to make mess up the peace with sin in the camp, this is what the Lord does. Lord said, that nigga is messing up the peace. Come on, because he gives us peace, right? He gives us peace, right? He gives you peace, me peace, me peace, me peace. And we all put our peace together. We have peace, right? But then there's one nigger in the midst who wants to not have so much peace. He wants to he wants to do a little sin and get in the flesh. So Lord, he gets the report from the demons. Because the demons, the demons are the ones that go back and tell the Lord, this niggard is destroying the peace, Lord. <laughs> you see, come on. Then his Lord. After that he had called him, said unto him, O thou wicked servant. See, now he's prostrate, he's begging, Oh Lord, please, Father. Now he can't be mean in this. I mean, you know, from the heart. From, you know, from the depths of the heart. Because remember, that's the reason why the Bible says in Deuteronomy, it says, Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy strength, all thy soul and all thy mind. Doesn't it say that? What does that mean? Then we don't have time to be playing around with sin, do we? You see what I'm saying? That's the reason why this servant right here couldn't mean what he was saying, even though he was down. Oh Lord, please have mercy. Because he didn't change what concerned his the person that was under him. He got up, right? Even though the Lord had gave him mercy, he got up and he went right to back to the same old thought pattern. <laughs> nigga owe me, nigga gonna pay me. I ain't the Lord. You see, you see that? You see that plenty of our times on, on on movies. You know what I'm saying? What was that one movie with uh, Denzel Washington? Uh, he thought that was uh, Mary. I said, you need to talk to Jesus. No mercy here. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Does he said that right? And, and he thought, and, you know, the, the people had that mentality. You know what I'm saying? Especially Israelites. You know what I'm saying? They had an mentality. Man, you, you, man, you want mercy? You better go to the Lord, man. Ain't no, I ain't, ain't, ain't going to be no mercy here. You know what I'm saying? But see, the Lord had mercy on that nigga. We may not know when. We may not know how. But I know you're still living, so the Lord had to have had mercy on you. Because nigga, the Father want to kill you. Did you know that? You see what I'm saying? So you ain't got to know when and how it happened. You just know. That he had mercy. Lord gave you mercy. You wouldn't still be living if he didn't have mercy on you. So we ain't got to know everything. You don't know if the Lord gave me mercy. Oh, yes, I do. Ain't you still here standing in front of me, breathing in my face? Your funky breath? Come on. <laughs> I hope yours ain't funky. Come on. Go ahead, throw an apple at you real quick. <laughs> okay, come on. Oh, thou wicked servant. Uh -huh. Oh, thou wicked servant. Come on. I forgave thee all that debt. See, the Lord don't forget nothing that he do for you. We be thinking the Lord forget a lot of things. Lord don't forget nothing. Lord keeping tabs on everything he do for you. So if he had mercy on you, you better be having mercy. You better be forgiven. I'm telling you, man, this thing is serious. 
Y'all smiling, but I'm serious. This thing is, man, when we stand before that throne, first of all, we don't even know how the Lord look. We know he a black man. We know lightning is coming out of him. We know his eyes is glowing like the sun. That's enough to scare your damn pants off right there. All right? Come on. Because thou desiredest me. Uh-huh. Shouldest not thou also have had compassion on thy fellow servant? This is, and the Lord is not unreasonable. He only wants us to do what he's done to us. He only wants us to do our brothers the same way he does us. That's all. Do unto others as you want them to do unto you. That's it. If you're getting it, damn, you can give it. Okay, come on. Good. E Somebody get Psalm 50 and 21 ready for me. Even as I had pity on thee. See? And, and you know, and, and you know by the, by the way that he was down and begging for mercy, he understood pity. Come on. Some people try to play stupid and act like they don't know what that means or what that is. Oh, they understand. When they butters on the line, they get they get humble real quick. Come on. Verse 34. Uh-huh. And his Lord was wroth. See? Oh, yeah, the Lord's going to be pissed off, man. When we stand before him, we think we're going to stand in front of a, a kind, gentle, loving lamb. We're ready to throw a tulip at us. <laughs> now, the Lord going to put your ass to death, and you're going to be pushing daisies up. You know what I'm saying? Come on. And delivered him to the tormentor. See? Who are the tormentors? Demons. That's right. And you know, you know how they roll. <laughs> they ready for you, boy. Come on, because they got to go. So they, they want more company. They want as much company as they can get. Come on. Till he should pay all that was due unto him. Uh-huh. See? So the Lord's going to, the Lord, and, and, and what that ba basically means is until you burnt up completely. Some people, based on their levels of wickedness, they're going to burn longer in the flames. The Lord going to purify all the hell out of them. <clears throat> okay? Um, so let's uh, let's move on. Get back to the main text. We almost done. myself on the spot? Huh? Mind if I put myself on the spot? Uh-uh, no, we're we going to do that afterwards. Oh, okay. We're going to do that afterwards. We'll so hold that thought. Oh, uh, Matthew 18, 27. Let's get back to that. We might do an Akim chop up. I don't know. We probably won't do one. We're running. Well, I don't know. We might. Come on. Matthew 18 and 27. Uh-huh. And then give me Hebrews 12, 16 through 17 ready. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion. Uh-huh. And loosed him and forgave him the debt. Uh-huh. See? See? So if you do that, the Lord's going to do that for you. It's simple, y'all. Do unto your Akim the way you want to be done. If the spirit of unity is here, don't break, don't break it with sin. Because you wouldn't want nobody breaking up. You having a good time with your Akim. You want, to want another new brother to come here and want to just be loose and, and let his sin just flow out. It's going to break up the unity. You don't want that, so don't do it. Don't do it. You don't want it to happen to you, don't do it to other brothers. Come on. <clears throat> so now we got we we can fight. We know how to we know how to fight for, don't we? We got something to fight for, don't we? We need men need something to fight for. If you got a fine chick with hair down to her butt and she not she sweet and, and smell good and some nigger try to come on the scene and try to get her from you, you gonna get in the fight mode. Cause that's something to fight for. 
Come on. Hebrews 12, 16 through 17. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Lest there be any fornicator or profane person, as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. For ye know how that afterward, when he would have inherited the blessing, he was rejected. For he found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with tears. See, so that's explained in Edom, the so-called white man, the Caucasian, how he wasn't tricked out of his birthright. He was, he, he lost his birthright fair and square because he's another type of person. The Lord made him that way from birth. It had nothing to do with him. It had nothing to do with Jacob. The Lord made them foals from the birth, from the womb. Okay, but that that's um, that falls in line with the Lord. Then the Lord of, of, of that servant was moved with compassion and loosed him and forgave him the debt. The Lord has forgave Esau for a lot of things, but Esau just continued to be a devil. You see what I'm saying? So he's not going to escape. I, I put that in there because a lot of people say, well, why won't the Lord uh, help him to escape his judgment? Why won't the Lord have mercy and not judge him? Because that's why. Because he didn't have mercy on Israel. You see what I'm saying? So the Lord gonna, the Lord gonna deal with him. You see, so I threw that in there. I thought that'd be uh, good. Was that good for you? You know? Yes. Okay. I tried to kill a couple birds with one stone. Okay, let's get back to the main text. Matthew 18, 28. We almost done. We got about five more scriptures, five more main texts to go. <clears throat> Matthew 18, 28. Come on. But the same servant went out. And then somebody give me Matthew, uh, uh, Zeph, give me Matthew 23 and 40, 23 and 4. Uh, uh, Brother David, give me Luke 11 and 46. And found one of his fellow servants, which owed him an hundred pence. Uh-huh. And he laid hands on him. Uh-huh. Said, nigga, come here. Come on. And took him by the throat, saying, pay me that thou owest. Uh-huh. Okay. Pay, pay him that, that you owe him. Okay, Matthew 23 and 4. Let's see what that say. Matthew 23, verse 4. Uh-huh. For they bind heavy burdens and grievous to be born, and lay them on men's shoulders. Uh-huh. Those are the hypocrites, like politicians, leaders, uh-huh, because they raise taxes every every year, you know, try to embezzle, and they know they're embezzling money, but they want to raise our taxes. Come on. Yeah, that's right. Come on. But they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. See, they ain't lifting a finger to try to make a change, but they want us to make all the changes, plus taxes, heavily. See that? See, that's right. Luke 11 and 46. Then I was going to say something. I can't remember what I was going to say, but I was going to say something. Anyway, go ahead. Then he goeth ye and taketh to him seven other spirits more wicked than himself. Uh -huh. And they entered in him and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Uh huh. So when we don't change, the Lord. Even though the Lord may have cleaned our temple out, right? We repented. We came to the Lord. We said, Lord, I'm all about your truth. I, I, the devil can't get none of me no more. I'm all about you. When we lie to the Lord like that, the Lord say, I got his number. Don't worry. I got it. You start serving the devil and, t and t dilly dallying in your flesh and being fleshly and spiritual and fleshly and spiritual and not allowing the Lord to... I can understand, you know, you're a little fleshy, right? you a little folly here and there. Like we, we play around, we joke around, right? But the Lord will give us that because he's a reasonable God, right? He knows we, we're not going to be 100% spiritual all the time. So I, I understand that. But what he's talking about is, is that 
presumptuous in. <clears throat> Not where it just happens naturally, right? But where you may have sit at home and you were just meditating on something in your mind and you were saying, I'm going to try this today. That's what he's talking about. He's not talking about, he's not talking about where we just happen to get off on a little folly. You see that apple there? That's, that's folly. You see what I'm saying? But he, he's, he's talking about when you, in your mind, you plan this out. Lord, keep your servant away from presumptuous sins. So if you're not, if you know that you have that problem from time to time, not all the time, but time to time, that's what you pray. Done. Case closed. You're done. You dealt with it. There you go. That's why we study to learn how to be better soldiers on this spiritual battlefield. See? Okay. So, uh, so who did uh, Matthew 23 and 4? Okay, we read it already? You done? Okay, give me Luke 11 and 46. And then we're going to get back to the main. Oh, I read that one. You did? Yeah. Okay, let's get back to the main then. Matthew 18 and 29. Come on. And his fellow servant fell down at his feet and besought him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. Come on. And he would not, but went and cast him into prison. Till he should pay the debt. Isaiah 42 and 22. Matthew 5, 22 through 26. Matthew 5 and 22 through 26. Read that again. Ver Matthew 18, 29 through 30. Uh-huh. And his fellow servant fell down at his feet and besought him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. And he would not, but went and cast him into prison, till he should pay the debt. Okay. All right, come on. Isaiah 42 and 22. Uh-huh. But this is a people robbed and spoiled. They are all of them snared and whole. See, that's us. That's our people. That's Israel. All of our, all the young um, Akims, the young lions that be out there on them street corners and stuff, this is what the Lord said that will happen as a result of captivity. Read that again. But this is a people robbed and spoiled. They are all of them snared in holes. Now, what it means by spoiled is rotten. You know, like you leave food out and it gets rotten. That it's not talking about spoiled in the sense of that that child has everything. They think they all that. That's not what that's talking about. It's talking about a child who is left to themselves, who is rotten to the core. They 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 can do no good. They don't have any good in them to do it. Come on. <clears throat> I mean, that's what rotten means, right? You can't eat. I can't eat it if it's rotten. None of it's good to eat. Not even a bite. So it's rotten to the core. So that's what that means. You see? And why are they rotten to the core? Because they have not been trained up in the way in which they should go. The, 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 the flesh and the devil, the lust of the flesh have taught them life. Come on. <clears throat> that's why we're so important, man. Come on. They are all of them snared in holes, and they are hid in prison houses. In the prison, uh, 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 over three three quarters of the men in prison is is, is so-called black man, Hebrew man. See, the Lord is not playing man with us, man. He's serious, man.
Come on, back bothering you again? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna do a little stretch out when you when we done. Come on. They are for a prey, and none delivereth. For a spoil, and none saith, restore. See, that was the Lord's punishment to Israel. That's all prior to curses in Deuteronomy 28 that led to that. Okay, give me uh, Matthew 5, 22 through 26. See, did you read that already? Okay, no, you did as Isaiah 42 and 22. Give me um, Matthew 5, 22 through 26. Mm -hmm. See, what we're doing is we're getting, we're getting solutions for ourselves and our people. We are the solutions. We're the repairs of the breach, man, to restore our paths to dwell in. We can make that hood a neighborhood. Come on. Well, I say <clears throat> that whoever is anger with his brother without a cause shall be in danger. My apology. That's all right. But I say it unto you, that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. Now I'm going to show you how reasonable our Lord and our Savior is. Our big brother, Christ. He said, whosoever therefore is angry without a cause. Did he say anger was wrong? Because he knows that we will have differences. We're a family. But we're supposed to be big and mature enough to be able to get past the differences and still love on one another with this truth. We serve a reasonable God. It's just that when we stop being reasonable, he starts getting pissed off. Come on. And whosoever shall say to his brother, Raka shall be in danger of the council. Mm -hmm. Raka means fool. Come on. But whosoever shall say, thou fool, shall be in danger of hellfire. So I'm sorry. Raka means worthless. Oh. Okay. Thou, thou or thou fool. They're going to be in danger. It's because <clears throat> that's remember what I was telling you. Remember, see that? Remember what I was seeing a man. Remember I was telling him earlier how if he goes and kills someone that he, he, he deems wicked, right? The Lord could want to save them a month later and they could wind up being your best friend in the Lord. This deep, man. You know, when we get to heaven, it's going to be some serious stories being told, man. I mean, it's going to be some serious stories. I, I mean, I just can't wait. I can't wait, man. I can't wait to talk to Peter. <laughs> I can't, I'm serious, man. I'm, you, do you realize how many people we're going to be able to talk to in all the biblical history? John on the island of Patmos. I mean, Stephen, the, the guy stoned. All these people we going to, the angels, Gabriel, Michael, Ariel, Uriel. <laughs> man, Enoch. Man, I mean, think about it, Methuselah. Man, we gonna man, we gonna be sitting, chilling, talking. I'm gonna be chilling on this planet, talking to Methuselah. I'm gonna be chilling. In the, <laughs> man, I'm serious, man. I'm serious. When you think about it, these things we gonna be doing, cause we ain't gonna have to work, cause we gonna have servants serving us up, cleaning our homes, serving our food, bringing us stuff to drink, like Esau did when we was on them plantations. Nigger, get in there, and give me some drink. Yes, master. But we're going to have more class with ours. 
We ain't gonna be like them damn heathens. I'm serious. You think I'm playing this in the scriptures? I done went through it plenty of times, ain't I? Come on. You, you done? Oh, come on, finish that up. We gotta get done, cause I know y'all. Y'all better wake up over there. <laughs> we almost done. Come on. Thou fool shall be in danger of. Oh, therefore, if thy if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and then and there rememberest that thy brother hath ought against thee, uh -huh. leave there thy gift before the altar, and go thy way, and first be reconciled to thy brother, and then come and offer. Thy gift. Because the Lord, he wants order, man. He wants order. That's all he wants. He wants the peace kept. And we, we big boys and big 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 boys enough to know that. And we ought to do that. Huh? God. Okay, let's go on. Main, main text, Matthew 18, 31. Matthew 18 and 31. And then give me Deuteronomy 15 to 9. You, Deuteronomy 24 and 15. We're going to run through this. Uh, we're going to try to speed it up a little bit. So when his fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry. And came and told unto their Lord all that was done. Okay, may, uh, give me Deuteronomy 15 to 9. Deuteronomy 15, 9. Uh-huh. Beware that there be not a thought in thy wicked heart, saying, The seventh year, the year of release, is at hand. And thine eye be evil against thy poor brother, and thou givest him not. And he cry unto the Lord against thee, and it be sin unto thee. See? See how the Lord looks out for them that can't help themselves? You see? So when you think you got the upper hand because you might have money or power or, or whatever influence, the Lord's going to get you. You know what I'm saying? Because you looked over one of your poor brothers. You know what I'm saying? Um, come on, give me what you got. Deuteronomy 18 and 9. Uh, Deuteronomy 24 and 15. And then you give me Psalm 34 and 15. You know what you can do? When I tell it to you, repeat it in your mind over and over again. That way you won't forget. At his day, thou shalt give him his serve. In, in his day, thou shalt give him his hire. And neither shall his son go down upon it. For he is poor and set his heart upon it. Lest he cry against thee unto the Lord. And it be sin unto thee. Mm -hmm. Okay. See how the Lord defends the poor? See? That's why we got to treat our brothers right. Because the Lord looks on that. Isaiah 19 and 20. What does that say? Especially the brothers, brethren of our own nation. Come on. Isaiah 19 and 20. Isaiah 19 verse 20. Uh-huh. That seed do get you. That's a doozy. I'm going to have some problems with that myself. Come on. And it shall be for a sign and for a, wit a witness unto the Lord of hosts in the land of Egypt. For they shall cry unto the Lord because of the oppressors. He shall send them a savior, uh -huh. and a great one, and he shall deliver them. Con, con. Okay, come on uh, down to the main, main text. Uh, Wisdom of Solomon 2, 1 through 17. Matthew 18 and 32. Uh-huh. Then his Lord, after that he had called him, said unto him, unto him, O thou wicked servant, I forgave thee all that debt, because thou desiredest me. Uh-huh. Okay, Wisdom of Solomon. Uh, 2, 1 through 17. Wisdom of Solomon 2, 1 through 17. We got three more uh, scriptures and main text to go, y'all. And then we got some, some sort of scriptures. Let Come us... On. Oh. Wisdom of Solomon 2, 1 through 17. Uh-huh. For the ungodly said, reasoning with, with themselves, 
but not a right. Our life is short and tedious. This is how the so-called white man thinks, the, the Caucasian uh, man and woman think. Listen to this very clear, carefully. Come on. And, and because they think it, the other nations think it also because they follow their pattern. Come on. And in the death of a man, there is no remedy. Neither was there any man known to have returned from the grave. For we are born at all adventure. And we shall be hereafter as though we had never been. See that thing? They know that their judgment is coming. They know that the Lord is going to cut them off from the face of the earth like the Bible says. They know it. They know it. Because they know who they are. They are Edom. They hide behind white people, but they're not white people. They're red people, according to Genesis, the 28th chapter. Okay, come on. That's why we got to know the truth. Come on. For the breath in our nostrils is as smoke and a little spark in the moving of our heart. Uh-huh, come on. Which being, being extinguished. That's where they get that movie to transform us from when they call it the off spark. When, when, uh, when Optimus Prime said the off spark in here. <laughs> That's where they get that from. Where they say our, the, our heart is a, 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 is a... What does it say again? Read it again. And a little spark in the moving of our hearts. See that? Come on. That's where they Hollywood get that from. Come on. Which being extinguished, our bodies shall be turned into ashes. Mm -hmm. And our spirits shall vanish as the soft air. Mm -hmm. And our name shall be forgotten in time. That's right, because the Lord is going gonna, is gonna to destroy all of the house of Esau, the Bible says. They, they, they're going to be put out. They're going to be chased out of the world. Because you know why? Because they have done so much wickedness to our people, Israel, that even if they are our servants and they come and serve us our food, when we look at their face, right, we're going we're gonna to remember what they did. Every time we see them, we're going to remember. That's why the Lord is going to destroy them all. So we don't have to remember them any at all. Because we can't, we're not going to be able to live totally like kings and queens on the planet if we know that they're still living. Because the thought of what they did, they might, you ever, you, you ever had somebody come to you, you're one of your enemies and smirk at you like this? <laughs> That's, they, they might do that. And then what, what, what happens? What happens in your thought patterns at that moment? They still think that they got an advantage of us. You know that that's true. Somebody, one of your enemies, look at you like that. You, what, what, what do you think they're thinking? They thinking they, they, they calling you something in their mind or something, right? And I be calling you a nigger, and you there you is, you you in you you in your kingdom, and you ruling, but yet they still got that up on you because they had you in captivity. And long you can longer that you see them, the more they remind you of what they did to you. You see what I'm saying? That's the reason why the Lord said, I'm going to kill them all. That way y'all ain't got to worry about that. Come on. And I thank the Lord for that because the Lord could just let them be there too. You see, that's a blessing, man. I'm telling you, the Lord is good. He's fair too. Come on. <sighs> and no man shall have our works in remembrance. And our life shall pass away as the trace of a cloud. Because all the idols and everything, the Lord going to destroy them things with fire and with the chariots and all kind of world war and all that. Come on. And shall be dispersed as a mist that is driven away with the beams of the sun mm -hmm. and overcome with the heat thereof. Uh -huh. For our time is a very shadow that passeth away. And after our end, there is no returning. For it is fast sealed so that no man cometh again. Come on, therefore, 
Let us enjoy the good things that are present. Mm -hmm. And let us speedily use the creatures like like as in youth. Mm -hmm. Let us fill ourselves with costly wine and ointments. That's why they have these larger animals in zoos and they got uh, zoo trainers, zoo, Barnum and Bailey Circus, all that. That's where they get that from. Come on. And let no flower of the spring pass by us. Mm -hmm. Let us crown ourselves with rosebuds before they be withered. Let none of us go without his part of our voluptuousness. Let us leave tokens of our joyfulness in every place. And our people think that Esau want to give up his give up rights to us. Just give us rights. Give us money. Give us reparations. No, they don't. You reading it right there? How they feel? They want everything to enjoy for themselves. Come on. For this is our pro our portion. See, our portion. Eat them. Come on. And our lot is this. See, the Lord gave them that. That's why they say this is our portion and this is our lot. That's why you should not be getting mad at them, trying to kill them and nothing else until the Lord says it's time. You see what I'm saying? Because this is what the Lord has given them. This is all they got. They're not going to have nothing after this because the Lord going to destroy them all. They're not going to get the kingdom. We getting the kingdom. So we don't have to be mad and upset with them. Come on. And if you and if you have to do something lawfully, do do the lawsuit. But you ain't got to get all bent out of shape and mad. Come on, <clears throat> handle it professionally. Come on. Let us oppress the poor righteous man. Let us not spare the widow, nor reverence the ancient gray hairs of the age. Who has that been getting done to? Us. Deuteronomy 28, baby. Come on. Let our strength be the law of justice. Don't we call him our oppressor? Did he not just agree, let us oppress? See, I'm telling you, man, it's all right there, baby. Come on. For that which is feeble is found to be nothing worth. Have fun while you can, Esau, because you're going to get it, brother. Come on, our father going to give it to you. I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, all the stuff our people went through, Lord ain't coming, Lord coming back, he coming back with fire, homie. I'm telling you, come on. Therefore, let us lie and wait for the righteous, because he is not for our turn. Mm -hmm. See? See that? Did you hear that? Read that again. Therefore, let us lie and wait for the righteous. Let us lie and wait for the righteous. Come on. Because he is not for our turn. He ain't like us. See? Didn't Deuteronomy break that down? Didn't the Lord say two manner of people? <laughs> they know that they are the offspring of the dragon. They the seed of the serpent. Come on. This stuff is real, boy. Come on, I'm telling you. We the ones that be in La La Land. The Bible is laying it out. Come on. And he is clean, contrary to our doings. See? We righteous. They righteous. We unrighteous. We they 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 they, they righteous. We wicked. They mad it right there. Come on. He upbraideth us with our offending the law. See? They offending the law. They know that the way they they live and the way they think offends God's law. 
Okay, we can do that afterwards. It's time to focus on this truth. Come on. He upbraideth us with our offending the law. See, come on. And objecteth to our infamy, the transgressings of our education. See, they, they, what their books and stuff that they have on the shelves and Barnes and Noble and all that, that don't have nothing to do with the Lord. It's all about them. Caucasians, their accomplishments, what they did, but they haven't did nothing. Everything they did, they stole from us, our people. Come on. He professes to have the knowledge of God. Now they're talking about us again. They're talking about Jacob. Come on. And he calleth himself the child of the Lord. See? Don't that sound like a demon talking? He calleth himself a child of the Lord. Come on. He was made to reprove our thoughts. See that? See? That's why I tell you I, that sin that's in you that, 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 that we want to live out, that's not our nature. Our nature was made to reprove the sinner, not be the sinner. It's all about what you know. See that? We are the children of the Most High God. Not sinners. We're training right now on our nature, our true nature. Not the nigger nature, but the righteous man nature, the man of God nature. That's right there. Esau's telling you who you are. Keep reading. Edom is telling on itself right there in Wisdom of Solomon. Come on. He is grievous unto us, even to behold. See? They can't stand to look at you, Ark. The so-called white man. You see it every day when you walk, how they look at you. Come on. That's the very spirit at the very core of Edom very core. Yeah, you might see some that'll smile, but they've mastered the art of deception. They smile, but they have a butcher knife behind their back. Come on. Yeah. For his life is not like other men's. His ways are of another fashion. See? Didn't the Lord say, in you, Elizabeth, is two manner of people? I'm telling you, the word, man, is bam, bam, bam! Come on! We are esteemed of him as counterfeits. See? Fake Jews Come on He abstaineth from our ways As from filthiness See that? See that's why I told you What I told you When you letting sin live through you You being like the filth of the earth They are the filth You are not That's why knowing who we are We forsake the flesh Cause we getting ready For our rulership that's right, we kings and we kings and priests. Come on. He pronounced at the end of the just to be blessed. Uh-huh. Who who does that? The Heavenly Father. Come on, cause Esau is the end of the world, and Jacob is the beginning of the one that followeth. Come on. And maketh his boast that God is his father. See? Come on. And, and he is. He's not theirs, he's ours. The Satan is their father. Come on. Let us see if his words be true. Mm -hmm. And let us prove what shall happen in the end of him. Uh-huh. So they oppress us. 
and they try to see if something's going to come out of it because they walk by sight, not by faith. That's why we should not be walking by sight. We should be walking by faith because that's how they live. We're a different manner of people. We supposed to walk by faith, not by sight. They walk by sight, not by faith. Okay? All right. Come on, let's get back to the main text. We're almost done. And then we got to do Job. You can do Job 20 and 5 since he did that last one. Job 20 and 5. Main text. Matthew 18 and 33. Come on. Shouldest not thou also have had compassion on thy fellow servant, mm -hmm. even as I had pity on thee? See, still talking about Esau. This is Edom. This is who this symb is symbolic of. This could be you with a brother or whatever. But symbolically at the core, this is talking about Edom. Because that's originally where that spirit came from. Our people learned it from Edom. You see, that's why we hate one another. We don't want to forgive one another. We want to forgive our, our oppressors and love them more than we want to love one another. That's where all that came from. That's why y'all got to know this so y'all can change y'all minds about stuff. Okay? Because they want you to believe that they, you are them and they are you. That's why they're enjoying all the best things in life right now and we settling for shit. Okay, give me, um, you can go and do, do me, I'm going to do you two scriptures in Job, okay? Do, do 20 and 5, and then do 27 and 8 after that. And then you go, you stay in Ecclesiasticus. I want you to do 32 and 33, okay? Job 20 and 5. <clears throat> okay, come on. Then answered Sephiroth the Nanamite, and said, Therefore do my thoughts cause me to answer, and for this I make, I make haste. I have heard the check of my reproach. And the spirit of my understanding causes me to answer. Knowest thou not this old? Knowest that, that's Job twenty and five, right? Okay. Oh, yeah. That the my apology. That mm -hmm. the triumphing of the wicked is short, and the joy of the hypocrite but for a moment. Thou his excellency mount up to the heavens, and his head reach unto the clouds. Yet he shall perish forever. Like his own dung, they which have seen him shall say, "Where is he? He should, he shall fly away as a dream, and shall not be found. Yea, he shall be chased away as a vision of the night." See, the Bible says the Lord, the Lord's gonna chase Edom out of the world. They're not, they're gonna be, it's gonna be like they never existed. The so-called white man, the Caucasians, they, it's gonna be like they were never here. The Lord said, basically, the Lord gonna say that they're gonna be like a bad dream to us. Okay, give me Job 27 and 8 out of there too. Job 27 and 8. And that's going to be so beautiful. Because <laughs> I don't want to remember these damn heathens for real. Okay, come on. Because they've been nothing but devils to our people as long as we've been on the earth. For what is the hope of the hypocrite thou hast gained? He's the hypocrite, yup. He's the true, he, he's the he's the, he's the the root example of a hypocrite. Come on. When God take away, taketh his, away his soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his very being. Yeah, soul means your life, your life force. The Lord's gonna do that to all of them. Come on. Will God hear his cry when trouble cometh upon him? Will he delight himself in the might Almighty? Will he will he always call upon God? I will teach you by the hand of God that which is with the Almighty. I will not conceal. Behold, all ye yourselves have seen it. Why then? Are ye thus altogether vain? <laughs> wow. Wow, the Lord don't have nothing good to say about Edom, man. 
You know what I'm saying? Okay, give me Ecclesiasticus 32 and 15. Ecclesiasticus 32, 15. Then we're going to 33 after that. Come on. He that seeketh the law shall be filled therewith. Then we back to the main text after that. Come on. But the hypocrite will be offended thereat. That's Esau. He's offended at God's truth. He don't want God's truth. He can't stand God's truth because it reminds him that his kingdom is coming to an end. And Jacob is Jacob's is rising. Okay. Uh, give me. Uh, is that it? Yes. Give me 33 and 2. Ecclesiastes 33, 2. And then we back to main text. Come on. A wise man hateth not the law, but he that is an hypocrite therein is as a ship in a storm. Tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine. That's why they got so many faiths. Roman Catholicism. Out of that came all of the uh, non-denominational, Southern Baptist, Baptist, Methodist, uh, Protestant, Episcopal. <laughs> I mean, you can just go on and on and on. You know, Seventh-day Adventism. Uh, 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 just all kind of crap, okay? Jehovah Witness, yeah. That all comes from them. All of them, okay? Uh, okay, back to the main text and uh, give me Obadiah 1 and 10. Matthew 18 and 34. Uh-huh. And his Lord was wroth. We're almost done, gentlemen. Come on. And delivered him to the tormentors. Mm -hmm. Till he should pay all that was due unto him. Mm-hmm. That's right. This is Esau. The Lord, this is who the Lord is talking about. Come on. And anyone who follows his ways, if you're a wicked Edom, wicked uh, Israelite, and you follow after this man's ways, you're going to get the same punishment. Come on. Obadiah 1 and 10. But it's not the Lord's intent that you do. Come on. For thy violence against thy brother Jacob. See? Bam. There it is. Come on. This is the, the, their violence against us, the Israelites. Jacob represents the Israelites. Come on. Shame shall cover thee. Shame is going to cover you. Come on. And thou shalt be cut off forever. See? And everything lines up. Obadiah, the whole book of Obadiah is dedicated to Edom, the so-called white man. You never, you never read that before? Wow, I got a, I got a special, I'll send you a special on that one oh, I did a message on that already Okay, let's get on back to the main text Matthew 18 and 35 Because I'm going to teach on it now, I'm not going to leave you out there hanging, come on So likewise shall my heavenly father do also unto you Ephesians, see now the Lord is turning to Israel now Saying so likewise, I'm going to do to you If you living, if you thinking and living like this man He's a sinner I don't mind him sinning, because he was made for wickedness. But you, I'm going to deal with you a different way, because you're not the same type of manner of people as they are. Didn't we just read that? You see? So that's the reason why, if, if we didn't have the Apocrypha, we would not know the difference. We, if we just read the Bible, we'd say, all of us are sinners. All of us are the same. No, we're not. The Apocrypha showed us that we're not the same people. They are closer to being animals than we are. Did you know that? Yeah. That's why they love eating, love that pig. Give me, um, give me, if that's why they love eating all the unclean things in the world. Lobster, crab, roaches, rats. Yeah, you've seen that. Yeah, and that's Moab. Moab, it was two girls on a game show. They had a straw. It was, it was, a, it was a transparent straw. And it was blowing the, the little mouse back and forth, trying to blow it in each other's mouth. It was a live mouse. Baby mouse, about that big, with a tail. <laughs> they are some, ugh, them are some nasty bastards. Come on. That's why the Lord said they're his watch pot. Come on. 
Ephesians 4 and 31. And then you give me Hebrews 12 and 15. Read that uh, scripture again for me. Wait, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna get the. What was that last scripture you read? Oh, you yeah yeah. Okay, we good. We almost done. Okay, come on. Uh, uh right, read the last verse for me. Matthew 18 and 35. Come on. So likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto you. Israelites, wicked Israelites, follow the example of Esau. Come on. If ye from your hearts forgive not every one his brother their trespasses. See, see how this all comes full circle. Like I told you about the forgiveness of your brothers. We think things are lightly taken with the Lord. No, no, no. This thing is serious, man. And the Lord is going to judge you just as seriously. That's why we teach, I teach you so thoroughly. I take you all the way around the world to give you understanding. Wasn't that a beautiful finish? How did how you finish that off? Listen to that. I took you all the way around the world to explain to you that you was different from this man in every way, in how you live, how you act, your very spiritual core, right? And then I finish it off with this. Listen. Matthew 18 and 35. Uh-huh. So likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto you. And we know that Jesus is talking to his disciples right now. So they represent Israel. Come on. If ye from your hearts. If you from your minds. See, so it's so important to understand everything we're reading. If you from your minds, because remember when we talked about presumptuous sin, keep me from it. Now you know why David prayed that prayer. David understood. We need to understand. Come on. Forgive not everyone his brother. See, it's important. We may not think it is, but it is. It's very important to us. We want the kingdom. But in order to get it, we got to fight. Get back, devil. Get back. Now I'm talking spiritually fight. We got to learn them scriptures, highlight them, memorize them, bring them out against that devil. Because the kingdom depends on it. This is what we got to do to make it. Let's do it together. Come on. If ye from your hearts forgive not everyone his brother their trespasses. See? Let's get these closing scriptures. We got two more to go. You gonna finish it off, I right? Ain't that something? Yeah. Come on, Ephesians 4 and 31 and Hebrews 12 and 15. Ephesians 4 31. Come on. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Wow. Come on. He looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God. See, it is the grace of God that we are here to learn how to be, how to fight 
a better fight in this race, in this battle. This is the grace of God that we're able to be here to learn these things. Let's not squander that. Let's take advantage of that every time. You see? Because there's so much to learn, as you can see. Come on. Lest any root of bitterness bring up trouble, you. See? That root of bitterness can get in you. If you've been living and thinking the wrong way about things. <laughs> the devil wants you wants this to happen to you because it only happens out of ignorance, right? We get that root of bitterness in because we mad about something and, and we stay mad and we stay mad and we stay mad and pretty soon we've been mad about the things so long without understanding that now it's a root in us. Now it's hard to get that sucker out. Now we pull it, we call another landscaping company. Hey man, can you get over here, man? I need this root out. This root's getting me hell. You ever seen somebody try to try to grind down a tree and then it kept stuff kept growing up out of there? Because they didn't get all the roots. Them roots then went ran way across the street. Because it's been in there that long. See? And that's why that's how sin gets with us. From not having that understanding. And now we're trying to get it out. And now, because we didn't deal with it, when the Lord said, now that sucker's way across the street. Then this branch goes way down there. Then this branch goes down deep. Then that branch goes way down. You know how much money you got to spend to get that sucker completely out of there? You see what I'm saying? So that's how it is when we ignore the Lord with sin in our lives. When we do want to get it out, it's going to be, it's going to cost us a lot. When if we just would have did it when the Lord said and trusted him that we need to do it now, we wouldn't have to pay so much. Huh? God. All right. So we ain't going to wait. We're going to deal with it when we got to deal with it. Am I right? God. All right. Come on. Hebrews 12 and 15. We're going to close it out. Look, looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God. Mm -hmm. Lest any root of bitterness bring up trouble you. Thereby, many be defiled. God. So in that Israel, we're going to go ahead and we're going to close out. We thank the Most High for this message that went forth today. We're closing out on the second part. And uh, we want you to know that, uh, Lord willing, we will see you back here again next Sabbath. And Israel, we want to bid you a shallow eye.